Welcome to the Black Cinematic Universe. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to the Black Cinematic Universe. You have officially landed on another planet. I am the melanated one of them all, JDIG. <laughs> you ain't lying about that. <laughs> you gotta come up with a new term for what you are. But that was unexpected. Anyway, number two, Dane, are you ready, sir? Damn, you announced me first and called me number two? <laughs> Technically, <laughs> if, if, we go on sh- if we go on my shade, <laughs> then yeah, that's shave. the right order. Oh, oh, okay, I got you. All right, well, yeah, I'm back and black as ever. Let's get it going. <laughs> Who next? John, are you ready, sir? Really? You I think, think James, I think I think James, James might got John ready? slightly. I well, think James I'm... a little blurry. I don't know. Disrespect <laughs> <laughs> my... Hey. They they right there together. <laughs> they, they right there. They they right there on the same level. One of them a little greasier looking than the other. <laughs> James James Soul Glow be right. gleaming off his forehead. Yeah, but John don't <laughs> just be gleaming. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm, I'm I think I'm on one today, man. I'm I'm feeling real better and and grumpy <laughs> this morning. So we'll see how this you mad, goes. You mad about Wilder? Right? Nah, not at all. But we'll talk about that too. Yo, and last but not least, Laugh, are you ready, sir? Just get right over James. Though. You just skip in James. Oh, my fault. He went to James. I'm yeah. good. Good. He needs to feel that. He needs to feel that dismissiveness. Hey, Love's still bitter. Officially, officially ready. Man, yeah, well, we have a great show for y'all today. And we're just going to start off since we talked about it. Let's talk about this fight, fam. What happened? What Man, you mean? What happened? I mean, what Deontay I mean, Wilder ain't been able to box in ever. I know right. that. Like, he got ever, again. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he keep trying to get exposed by the same dude. He like at some point you got to realize you're crazy. Stop doing the same thing over and over again. He actually looked good in that first round, man. He was trying to use his jab. You know, he was uh, going to the body. He was actually throwing a, a, a cross to the body, but I'm, he's just I'm, a power puncher, man. Like at, at this point, I'm pretty a sure a power that was, puncher that fight like a girl with the yeah. helicopter <laughs> haymakers. I, and, and at that, at this point, I think that's the 16th round. Uh, yeah, I think it took yeah. him that many rounds to get to get good against yeah. this man. And I just, I don't know what it is like, but I guess it's hard to break bad habits because he's been boxing for a minute now. Was in the Olympics. He's got good trainers. I just don't know. I guess they can't break them habits or he hit so hard they don't care. You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird that you can't get him squared away more. You know I mean? He's not going to be a Tyson Fury level boxer, you know, a couple fight in between fights to get better. But you would think by now he would have more technique. Right. And you kept hearing his trainer in the corner say to him, man, you got a God, God gifted you with a with a gift. Is is in that right hand, but you gotta set it up first. True. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, so maybe on, it is the trainer. Just throw that dumb down, man. It's the yeah. trainer too. That's so all. That's all he. Head. That's all he here though. He don't yeah. hear the. You gotta set it up. Yeah. All he right. hears. But it's like he's right trying hand. to tell him to set it up. But man, you know, some people yeah. just go to that fight or flight, man, and he just might just resort back to his habits. You know. Right. But yeah, usually I, I you just. I'm sorry, training. man. When I know that you do that all day, every day for uh, let's just say it. Three months. If you do right. something repetitively as a strategy for exactly. three months, yeah. like it's no excuse that you can't add something to your repertoire. 
Yeah. Like I'm gonna be able to write my name with my left hand if I practice <laughs> every months. day, yeah, all day right. for three months. Yeah. And, and that's weird. harder than asking somebody to throw two t- two types yeah. of punches. Right. And he was. I mean, it <laughs> all was the, you need is a jab. It was the <laughs> that's all you need. That's all we asking for, bro. Uppercut, but he actually was throwing more uppercuts this time. But I'm just surprised, like the jab or even like a lead hook, like would have change the game a little bit from him give him something off the front hand <laughs> or or just have a little bit of movement and mobility move right. left and right some like things you're, you're pro- if if it's nothing else that wilder had to me over fury is his ability to be a little bit more elusive and move around you know like when you john brought mm-hmm. up this this comparison he said man look at look at fury's body and and, and wilder look like lebron so Obviously, that quick twitch is going to be more in his favor, being yeah. able to move his head left and right. But as we know, Fury knows how to do those things because right. it's training. He just, you know, yeah. he's learned those skills. But yeah, but with that said, it was a hell of a fight, man. They was yeah, going it was. At and he it. did it at three hundred pounds. Yeah, like almost. Yeah, like that's something he, he, he wasn't John really three hundred pounds. They hyped. Nah, they, 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 nah, they did. They said he was two seventy. They said it was two. Yeah, it was two. He he was two seventy seven at the weigh in, but the no, he was two seventy seven this time at the weigh in, and he was two seventy three last time. It was only yeah. four pounds different. They said he gained twenty. Yeah, they yeah, they said that. Weight. They said that, but I I don't know that that really happened. How tall yeah. is Fury? Six nine. Yeah, Fury six nine. Deontay Wilder six five. Yeah, it's a lot of fat. Wilder so probably is. It's a lot of body. three hundred. It's a lot of body to carry. It ain't in his legs, though. (laughs) (laughs) But man, man. walking on stilts. (laughs) Skips gym days, man. man. But yeah, they went at it, though, man. It was a hell of a fight. I thought thought Wilder was out of it in that, what, second round when he went down? And I was like, all right. But then he came back, and I was like, oh, shoot, man. Now Fury out of it. And and Fury came back. Fury got a hell of a, a recovery. Like, I don't know if that's something you can train. Because clearly, like, some people get it from stamina. Not, you know, you can't always go off body type and looks and stuff because, he, you know, both of them guys put in work, like, going yeah. 10 rounds at that pace for some big guys. But I don't know where he gets that recovery I, from, man. It's yeah. like a guy's if, gift. I think it's no it's no doubt that both of them throw bombs. So yeah. I do think that it – I think it really probably hurt Fury, but I don't think he was hurt in a sense of, like, I'm wobbly and concussed. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The way Wilder was, yeah. I mean, my man really did do a whole song after the joint, <laughs> like <laughs> sang a whole s- soliloquy after yeah. the, after the fight. I don't think he was ever really hurt. Hurt. Yeah, I don't know. That's like I mean, whenever we he went down them two times, I think, I think he was he was banged up. But by the end of the fight, yeah, he was he was back y'all, to normal. Y'all need to stop. Y'all know Wilder was barely standing up after the fifth round. Man, he had nothing left, but neither did Fury, and that's why he couldn't put his ass out of his misery sooner. That dude looked like he was literally dragging his feet like a zombie, dude. He wasn't even standing straight. Yeah, and but to like his credit, sort of to the side, man. To, like the to his had... credit, whenever Fury tried to unload, he always came back with something that backed Fury up a little bit. So I think Fury mm-hmm. was like, Fury ain't afraid to win on points either. So he was like, yeah. you know, I ain't gonna get clipped by the Walking Dead and lose this fight. You know what I mean? And you know, when I can just box this dude for the next couple of rounds. Right, because he can actually box, which right. Wilder cannot. <laughs> John, what's over there dying, dude? Yeah, I know, man. I don't know what the hell happened. Like his, wife, his, his, his wife just uh, ran in there and threw some dust in the room. Right. Like, she got a vacuum podcast, under the nigga. door. She poking dust through the door for him. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, let's get into the show, man. Detective. 
Hit him with the news. What was that? Man, <laughs> it turned into Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, this might be perfect, man, because that sounds like a James Gunn type character he, that he would put on, on screen. Um, HBO Max has released uh, an exclusive clip from the upcoming Peacemaker series. Um, did y'all check it out? What did y'all think? It kind of, to me, had that same vibe that we got from Suicide Squad, and it's, mm-hmm. it's using John Cena's talents, who actually is kind of funny. Man, I, I can't remember, man. What was the um, name of the movie that he was in, man? It was like Peacock or something like that, where he was um, like a parent. Oh, yeah. But oh, he actually is not bad show. as a comedic actor, man. Yeah, man. I, I'm going to just say it up front. Give James Gunn his own universe. <laughs> True. Wow. A whole universe? A whole the, universe? The, because if everything in the universe could be like this, I would be, sign me up. It's funny, man. Like it's no, the, the it's Jones, the type the of timing and funny and over the top stuff and the characters he be picking. It don't have to be realistic. Kern, you might not <laughs> might not <laughs> feel it, but I don't think I like it, man. I like the way this joint so, looks. That little so, clip sold me. The so name looking, of the movie I was thinking was Cock Blockers. That's what it was called. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I probably skipped that just because of the name. <laughs> no, that was the point. It was actually pretty decent. It was one of those. All the parents, they're all parents of kids in high schools, yeah. and it was actually uh, kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with Loft. This joint does look hilarious. It it kind of reminded me of it's like that. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It, it kind of reminded me of that uh Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen yes. type of humor. I oh, couldn't yeah. put my finger on it. Yeah, yes. right. That's it. it. Like yeah. that, you know, that that you I, it just I, it could go anywhere, and then he'd be doing superhero stuff along with the craziness. Like he could find out his girlfriend pregnant, and then he got to go out and go to another country, and yeah. then we still laughing at him tripping off of his girlfriend being pregnant or something. Like this don't could go anywhere, right. and, and it, it's definitely going to be interesting to, to watch. And I wonder if Gunn has any relation with those types of comedians or something. Are they helping him? With he this has to. Or? Hey, Dane, that was the perfect call, man. Like that is exactly the type of comedy that I just couldn't, I couldn't think of like what, what realm I've seen this in. Yeah. yeah that, that's it. Like super bad and stuff yep. like that. Yeah. It's right up that alley. It'll be interesting to see. I don't know if I want to see this with every character for an entire universe, but it definitely works for, for the suicide squad realm that they got going on. So I'm yeah. not sure how many times y'all going to bring reference to this film between now and this actual series, between this actual release, but I'm absolutely here for it, man. I love John Cena in this role. Like, some, when we kind of think about actors who were born for a particular role, I think of, like, Patrick Stewart is, <laughs> Patrick Stewart is his baby. He was born for Peacemaker. Robert, Down, Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. And then I do Anthony Starr as Homelander. Like, they all sort of, like, fit the bill. This mm-hmm. dude has nailed this role. And I, I've never even seen it before, but I can't think of a better person. He has completely embodied this douchebag of a person. You know what I mean? Like, the dude has an eagle in the backseat of his car. Like, and the, <laughs> right, the writing is so smart. And it's just like, man, who thinks of these things, right? right. And um, I, I just think he's knocking it out the park, man. Like, yeah. John Cena was born for this role, man. I, right. I, I Kudos to him. I hope he milk it for everything is worth, seriously. Yeah. And I like one of the things that Gunn does, too, is that, He's like not doesn't re-image their uniforms and their look. Like he just right. keeps them corny uniforms yeah. and just like makes fun of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the over the top part where it's like, yeah, it's not realistic, but it's it's kind of it, it, it fits. Yeah, yeah and it works. There was even a photo supposed to be funny. 
there was even a photo for Vig- Vigilante that came out that showed it pretty mm-hmm. much was comic perfect. And that's not as yeah. a cartoony of a, a uniform, but he just keeps it the same and just lets it breathe in the universe and then remember, doesn't ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Remember I told y'all Marvel got to be careful, man, because this is the way. Like, I, I feel like people are going to gravitate to this type of stuff. Not necessarily to just like the comedy or just this type, but the, I'm, I'm, I'm really speaking to the more adult content. Uh, as it relates to the comic book universe, how, how come every time you, I say that y'all say you can't make R-rated movies, John? No, you, you no, he didn't, both he didn't say R-rated. He didn't yeah. say R-rated. He said more adult. And it's yeah. not going to be R-rated. No, I think I, John. I'm saying they both can be true. I'm saying that you're always going to still have the Marvel stuff mm-hmm. or the, the Kitty stuff because you're always going to sell more. You know yeah. what I mean with that type of content. But I think when we see the success of this type of stuff and people talking about it on social media, mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a possibility Marvel can kind of get left out if they don't start to offer some of that for us. Well, I think I think it's a, a pick and choose game. I, I think for Marvel and DC, it's certain things that you know you can do an R rating for. I mean, let's not forget Deadpool and Logan were both very successful. Well, Logan as uh, a good movie and Deadpool successful in the box office using yeah. an R rating. So, I mean, it's yeah. not like Marvel doesn't have the example and, and know that they can do it with certain characters. Yeah. So yeah. in other words, there's money to be made in both. Yeah. But here's where I cast it. My thought comes from the way we watch and love and fawn over the boys on Amazon. Yeah. We'll choose that over Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, and it makes it, it, Falcon and Winter Soldier like less relevant to us yeah. or less entertaining. And I they agree. still want to capture a bigger audience, but we just going maybe we'll start tapping out and being like I agree, but remember there was that rumor last year about Disney Plus eventually doing a 17 and over section for for adult That's stuff. True. So, mm-hmm. they they may know and realize that eventually we got to do more of that just to stay relevant. And yeah. once again, they may be a little bit more ahead of this than we think they are. Like yeah. they do pay right. people a whole bunch of money <laughs> to think about this type of stuff. All right, right. when, when Blade when Blade comes out and it's PG, Blade got to at least be PG thirteen. It got to at least be PG thirteen. Okay, there's no way. I'm telling you, there's no way. Lon Rock was PG thirteen. Come on, Lon. Yeah, Blade gonna be shaking the vampires' hands and pushing them down the steps. In fact, I don't think Marvel made a PG film in a lot. Nah, they have Everything I don't think they have. Everything PG thirteen. Yeah. I always thought that that was DC's lane. I guess that the people didn't want it. Now I don't know if it's because Marvel was so successful yeah. and now like mm-hmm. people's needs or or um, consumer base is changing because they gave DC and Zack Snyder the business for Man of Steel. Oh, Superman killed somebody. We got to make it cartoony. And then, you know, it kind of was downhill from there. So I think it's a lane for both. What they need but to they do is just stupid. They stupid. If you don't, if you don't realize that that's really about <laughs> Superman, that's more about Superman. So yeah. even if that was the argument, you're right, James. Like, yeah, but, but that's what happened. If me, yeah. if if our group was CEOs and we saw that backlash, we yeah. would know. All right, this is because it's the Superman. Right. Yeah. It's right. Superman because it don't happen with Batman. Because if Batman does it, <laughs> he's we the don't Boy blink. Scout. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh man, there was something else I wanted to say about well, the. I, I want to uh, jump in here, James. When you, oh. while you're thinking about it, I I definitely think though. I guess there's another conversation to be had here, which is I feel like our society is somewhat loosening our morality every generation that we go along more and more stuff mm-hmm. is being accepted yeah. that yes. you know we thought oh it can't go no worse than this oh and then yeah. oh, oh it can't go no worse than this oh it can't go no worse than this 
I think we've yes really gotten no. to the point where it can't really go no more worse than this. So really, are you having a problem with bringing your kid into an R-rated film when they on TikTok looking at God knows what's what any other day of the week, anyhow, or whatever, you know, is going on YouTube any day of the week, anyhow. And that's all I'm saying. I just feel like we're starting to be far more accepted of certain things that wasn't the case. You know what I'm saying? I know I sound like an old curmudgeon to some people right now, but when those <laughs> kids grow up, you know, OnlyFans was, was going to be the end, right? You might see a, a chick with her with a thong up her booty or whatever it is that they do now, but then that's going to be nothing. You know what I'm saying? They're going to push hey, it even hey, further, right? Julian, what they be doing on OnlyFans, bro? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't want to know. I, brought yeah. up, I brought up that example for him. Yeah. But it's but, weird, though, and man, uh, we, we can get on Julian and his generation, but it's strange because... It's why like, it's got to be me? <laughs> because it's like, you remember, Cameraman. we had, like... You know, um, stuff that pushed the boundaries, Howard Stern or whatever. But at the same time, it's like things have gotten looser and more accepting. But at the same time, it's a lot of pullback. Like people are so offended so easily and like certain content they can't see or don't want to see. It's it's, it's a, a whole lot easier to be canceled now. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. So it's kind of weird. It's like we yeah. kind of have gotten more puritanical, but at the same time, with social media, it's a lot more like open, like when it comes and to like Instagram here's my, and stuff. Here's my argument. I think, John, I think there it's easier to access that kind of stuff. Right. And it's obviously more of it. Okay. But it's not worse. That's that's how I feel. True. There's yeah. nothing that there's nothing <laughs> on Instagram or whatever that I didn't see. When I was young, there's <laughs> nothing worse than what I saw when I was young. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's, more and easily accessible. Yeah, I, I saw a man get melted in Robocop <laughs> when I was 12 <laughs> in the movie theater. I, saw, I went to go see Coming to America in the movie theater when I was eight and saw a woman come out of the water with the titties out. Like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we move on, man, one of the things that Marvel does have to do, um, or they're going to lose ground, is just make it good because that was the bad, like. Falcon and Winter Soldier, like their level of of whatever was fine, like as far as um um ratings, but it just wasn't good. Like it yeah. wasn't entertaining. It was boring. Where mm-hmm. it seems like Suicide Squad and Peacemaker are going in a direction that are gonna entertain. They're gonna give you what you expect from it, at least based off this um clip that we got. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe John's point is that as these young people get older, their expectations will be different than ours. True. And 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 that won't be good to them. Like it'll be too soft or something like that. Maybe. Now, we'll I, see. I, I will say this though. As the youngest person in this group, I know people that are younger than I am who they are more protective of what their kids watch yeah. than mm. their parents were of them. Yeah. And part of the reason life is because we know that there's so much out there and it doesn't take much to access it. So whereas I don't necessarily think it's worse. I just think the boundaries have moved like, because there's more to access. So now we have to pay attention more to what comes in rather than when you don't have a lot coming in, there's not much that you have to really pay attention to. Like nobody had to worry about y'all on a cell phone because you didn't have one. I got two teenagers in my house and my son, surprisingly enough, who's the oldest, uh, he actually tells me stuff like when he watches the boys and stuff like, man, it's so graphic. Like I had to yeah. kind of turn my head. Like he actually is actually surprisingly sensitive to that stuff. 
and doesn't really look for it or isn't desensitized like the way I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because things come in waves because like our generation was about pushing the boundaries, you know, parental advisory to live crew. Yeah. Like when mm-hmm. it came to movies, they were more graphic and all that stuff where now it almost is like the antithesis of that, where now kids mm-hmm. kind of pulling back a little bit like, oh, think so? what you said yeah. was too much. We're seeing it with John, Chappelle. John we're seeing it with like, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot when there's social media where people say and do things where back then it was cool to be the person that was the antagonist nobody nobody cared about getting their feelings hurt as much back then and now it's hey if you hurt my feelings we gonna have it's gonna be a thing whereas back then we were just taught everybody's gonna hurt your feelings you gotta just grow up and take it and you were more of a rebel when you were that person before where now you're like a martyr like oh man you know you're getting in more trouble so it's interesting what would you say dang john what Oh, I was going to say, John acting like he ain't had a black box at his crib back in the day and watched every damn thing. <laughs> this yeah, no, 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 no. no so I think, all right, so look, so I, I, what I'm saying is I think that not just the accessibility to Law's point, but I do also feel like it has it blends where you start getting culture, copy, and art, right? So now everywhere you go, every woman I see got on spandex, right? Nobody yeah. comes out the house of spandex, and they starting to put it on their little their kids and their daughters. We don't play yeah. that in our house. You know what I'm saying? Like Time you're too out. young. That was popping in middle school for me. Right. Maybe. And 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 then we had this little tennis skirt phase. <laughs> the tennis skirt? Yes. Yeah. Then I we had the, then we had the swimming shorts, the umbros phase. The umbro swim shorts. <laughs> when they was I mean, wearing the short. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, but I don't, no, but I don't no. think we was I don't think we was as sexualized about it though. It was a phase. No, it's definitely it a way a more fad, sexualized. But it's way more uh, sexualized now. Society so now, now yeah. Because now yeah. it's 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 cool for me to go in the grocery store, pull my pants down, let you record it, and then I can get a hundred thousand Instagram followers by doing that crap. You know what I'm saying? Like now it's it's trying to I'm look I'm seeking ways to get more attention to myself. Mm-hmm. It's all self serving now. And but, so people are going out there way to push the envelope in a sexual manner in order to get more attention. And the more followers you have, the better you are to yourself, the better you think of yourself because you're more popular. Yeah. Cin- right? Cinemax was pushing it back in the day to Skinamax. I get what you're yeah. what you're saying, Lob, is nothing is original. Like we've already seen these things before, but it was still dirty then. You were supposed yeah. to hide the fact that you had Cinemax. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. in, in fact, we made jokes about it. Like, yeah. oh, you probably ain't beating your meat off the Cinemax. <laughs> you, know, yeah. joke, you know what I'm saying? OnlyFans, like, now we made about Cinemax. Now, now it's cool to be, follow some chick on OnlyFans. Like, what yeah. else you think somebody doing, right? Now, right. Now, mm-hmm. now it's starting to become cool well, and acceptable where before then, it was deprived and you looked at it as you're not supposed to yeah. do that. Yeah. The only like, difference at, is, is that social media. Hold on, James. Like, prime example is look at Insecure. What you see on Insecure now is what you would have saw on Cinemax 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Nah, I think the biggest difference that ain't is the same you don't Cinemax. Think so? <laughs> yeah. You don't think so? I think you so. Know, he, he, was a, he was in bed by 10 o'clock. Cinemax, <laughs> Cinemax changed at 10 so o'clock. Right? I'm talking about the OG Cinemax. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. I think the biggest difference is that social media has like turned celebrity into like, um, everybody's a celebrity now or yep. trying to yeah. be. Right. So, like before, where you, we still had it, we still had Madonna and Britney Spears and we had you know all these different type of um you know celebrities that sexualize themselves mm-hmm. and we had kids that followed that and would come to school and try to be Madonna or Britney Spears or have these looks but now 
they're doing it online and they're becoming celebrities themselves, you know, through whatever OnlyFans or TikTok. I was not allowed to watch that Madonna joint, her concert. My, I remember getting sent out the room and it was press was trying to watch it. My aunt and my uncle and my mom <laughs> was watching that joint. And, and it was, was probably a lot of kids that still are not allowed to watch just, that stuff, but just, it's hard not to watch TikTok. You know what I mean? It just popped right point. on your and phone. She, you follow and all she And all she had was a pointy bra and a thong. <laughs> right. I don't know. That was when she was like getting it with Dennis Rodman and like, y'all know, like I never even saw it myself, but it was, they was talking about animals and all types of crazy. Madonna was wild, oh, man. I ain't, I ain't seen that. <laughs> yeah. I just don't remember many scary movies where they didn't intentionally just show you some boobs for no yeah, reason. That. And we don't get that no more. No, we don't get that no more. But that's a different issue, though. That's we trying to make everything PG-13 so we can get value off the ticket by getting yeah. everybody in the theater. So let's yeah. tone it down to make more money. But Anything the scary movies be rated R. Like this Michael Myers, you know, is rated R. The new Halloween coming out because of all the violence. Right. Like when the old one rated on, right? Yeah, was, a pair of but, boobs right, ain't going to change but it. Na- but now that'll get you canceled because why does a woman have to show her? Boobs right, it's too film? arbitrary. Yeah, right. too, that that's something totally different. We, but that's we what I'm saying. Like society's values are kind of strange because in some ways it's more open, but in a lot of ways it's scaled back. Because back then mm-hmm. you didn't get canceled for that. You know, yeah, I kind of like it goes back to my original statement. I think it's like you said. I think you're both. We're we're both right. Like it's it can be both. It can be both. Like, I think there are things that in society now balance out things to make Mm -hmm. it not as bad as it used to be. But I think there's still (laughs) an argument to be made that, you know, some of this stuff is just going to be far too much and too often for the the kids that we have (laughs) watching it. Yeah. And I don't know how we got here, but that was a heck of a conversation all off Peacemaker. <laughs> uh, but moving on, uh, another trailer came out. Um, HBO dropped uh, House of the Dragon. And it's funny because we were talking about content and HBO Max and, you know, HBO might have fallen off. I think we were talking about Sopranos and back in the day, how they used to do their thing. Um, Game of Thrones was one of their big tent poles. They're using this as a spinoff. Um, what did y'all think of this trailer? And is it something y'all are excited about? It's a prequel, right? Yeah, yeah, for those yeah. that don't know, it's 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 based on a, a prequel, and it's about the um, Targaryen dynasty, which is you know Khaleesi's family, the the blonde haired, very fair, um, skin um, Nordic Nordic, yeah. yeah, lineage that basically had control of the dragons and ran all of Westeros up until the dragons went extinct. Man, so this- I took I took that to mean like instead of us following the Starks. We're gonna be really having them be the main protagonists. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because they were so, the people. They were the ones they, yeah. that, that they were. They were the royal family. The, yeah, they were yeah, the original and, royal family. And it's yeah. interesting okay. because this one is off off topic for me too. Because like I tried to read Fire and Blood, which is the, the book that this is based on, but that jump was not like written like a novel. It was written almost like uh the like Bible. <laughs> yeah, like First and Second Chronicles, like you know David, oh, okay. the son of you son know like so and so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which was a tough read, man. But Zane, what was you saying? No, I I mean, I didn't have much. I mean, the trailer looked interesting enough, but I'm it's going to be weird to see where they go from this and how they connect it because it's so far in the past. I think they said it was 200 years, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's so far in the past. I mean, when you think about it generationally, 200 years is, I guess, four generations you could start to see. So maybe that their father could be a baby in the second season or something like that if they skip in time enough and we'll get those connections like oh this is the father of Khaleesi and her brother and 
I almost took it like perhaps they didn't want that responsibility or burden. And so they put it far enough in the past so that they don't have to have continuity. Yeah, but then what's going to pull me in? Well, the fact that you're getting Game of Thrones again. Like you're not going to get the same story, but you're getting a whole new joint that's not connected so that you don't have to... You're going to get that same type of product. So with that, the the name does carry weight. I agree with you on that. But now you got to do something I haven't seen. Because if you're just flying around burning cities with the dragon, like I saw in the last season of Game of Thrones, I seen that already. Yeah, and you so, and you didn't end it well, which right. really didn't give me what I was hoping for. It didn't so, give what it was supposed to give. Yeah, like yeah. you could have done so many different things with the ending of Game of Thrones that would have been a bit more compelling. It still would have had somewhat of a letdown because you hyped it up to be so much and it's almost hard to live up to the hype that you yeah. built around Khaleesi and the dragons. But maybe what their intent is is to give us more of what we hoped for at the end of Game of Thrones and seeing them ride dragons and stuff like that in this. So yeah. I don't know. And, it, but I think one of the biggest things of Game of Thrones, too, that people liked was that like political intrigue and like mm-hmm. that cloak yeah. and dagger. So they'll have yeah. that and they'll have those interactions sure. and your sword fights. What I don't think that they'll have, and maybe I'm just off, because Game of Thrones was big on lineage and timelines. And, and the like, fight they, for the crown. They Yeah, they mentioned these stories. So the fight for the crown will be there, but I don't know if the White Walkers and stuff, I think this is like in between oh, when yeah. the first men came yeah. and killed the White Walkers and then the dragons ruled. So I don't think that there'll be any of that like supernatural stuff. And but maybe it, that's better. You know, I don't but know. Is, so the fight for the crown, it must just be internal to the Targaryens because it's yeah. not going to be like the Starks and the Targaryens. Yeah. And nah, other but there were other people. It's just that they lost. Like We know that they lost. That's the <laughs> right. trouble with a with a prequel. You know what I mean? It's it probably going to be people trying to get the crown. Do y'all think there are other shows that sort of fill this particular type of genre that sort of stepped up? You know, whenever there's success, I know that people would generally copy, you know what I mean, and try to fill yeah. that void knowing that House so, uh, Game of Thrones was going to leave. Like Vikings, I know there's maybe. C... There's I was Vikings. about to say I was about to say Vikings. Like, and I don't I think, watch any of that stuff. So do any so, of them hold a candle to the so Game of Thrones? I, I don't really watch them really either. I've seen episodes here and there, like the Spartans, mm. but it, it also depends on what you're Spartacus. looking for. If you, yeah, Spartacus. I'm sorry, <laughs> I said the Spartans. the Spartans. But if you if you're looking for just stuff set in that time period that has that mysticism and action. Then you got something like Spartacus, but if you're looking at the you know people scheming and plotting to be in control, mm-hmm. I think you got the Vikings. But I don't know if any of them are as good as okay. Game of Thrones, right? And yeah. that's the problem because it mixes a lot of stuff in there. Like it gives you yeah. dragons and you know a little bit of mysticism and magic yeah. and like traditional like sword fights and yeah. all that. So stuff. if that so if that's the case, I would argue then. It's a welcome thing. It's 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 a welcome show if there's still a void, right? Like if it's nothing that really has really filled that particular like, you know, show or whatever that people might be looking for, <laughs> then it should be it should be good. I just hope that they learn some lessons. Yeah. From the original run of Game of Thrones. Right. And if they're building towards an ending, like do that. Do do a grand ending that will be awesome that all the people can feel invested in and feel like they're going to get you know what they were looking for. Um, oh, but and love to answer your question. Um, Amazon is dropping one, and we haven't really talked about it. I don't know if it's getting a lot of publicity, but one of their big tent poles that they're going to have is called Wheel of Time, and it's mm-hmm. based on like another like expansive novel that's supposed to have all this stuff in it. It wasn't in my 
you know, no pun intended, wheelhouse, but apparently Wheel of Time is supposed to be like the next uh, okay. Game of Thrones that, you uh, know, may I mean, challenge that, but it's going to be on Amazon. So they spent I mean, a lot of big bucks I mean, on it. I got to look that up. I haven't even heard of that. How y'all feel about, I did see a brother in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, like the white hair, like the yeah. braids, like, uh, um, so I was always kind of, and like, oh, a brother, like, because I just feel like with the time period, even though this is a different sort of, this is not based on like real life real world, or any right. times um, that we've lived in. But, you know, it's always interesting to see how race isn't really a factor. You know what I mean? It's more tribes and things like that. So when mm-hmm. you see people of color, it's like odd. Yeah, I, I feel the same way when I when I see that in these movies. But I mean, we'll see how they do it. I, I just hope he ain't a slave turned warrior <laughs> <laughs> again. Which you, very well could happen, <laughs> right? Oh man, um, this one man. I, I guess this is a, a dual uh, news um, item because uh, this was one of Dane's. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna say favorite, but one of his scariest movies of all time. Um, David Bruckner is set to direct uh, Hellraiser uh, for the relaunch on Hulu. Um, it's going to be produced by Clive Barker. Um, it being on Hulu makes me a little nervous, but one of the things that I thought was very interesting, and this is where Jonathan's going to put on his little uh, uh, Kango cap, <laughs> is uh, the actress that is going to play Pinhead. It's Jamie Clayton. And not only is she female, but she's a transgender <laughs> female. She Y'all might know her best from Since 8. She well, was. I, I know her from okay. Sensei. I don't, I don't know. That, Wait, I don't know that's y'all. She Sensei. The transgender. No me. Oh, was, oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh. Uh, so what do y'all think? I mean, this is real interesting. I mean, they not only. I mean, they really changed the gender on this. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, do I don't even know if I'm really Jonathan. Don't you do it? No, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. In a lot of ways, I'm glad Rob ain't here because <laughs> this is what's so crazy. What is it? What a miss No. Nah. Hey, hey, let me let me just start off by saying um, there have been other attempts to make demons sort of like not necessarily subscribe to gender. True, true. Yeah. When we watch Constantine, they made the angel that way. Yeah. Which purpose. I liked a lot. Like, the, yeah, uh, like if you think about it job. conceptually, like it's actually not a bad approach. If they do pinhead that way, I'm here for it. Yeah, I but think I don't think when I are. initially heard the news, I had the vision of Pinhead being just a woman. So like changing yeah. the gender. If they go that way, I'm I'm still going to tune in as we talked about Hellraiser. And it's kind of timely that we was doing all that talking and then all of a sudden this news came out. It's kind of right. I swear it'd be like somebody listening to this. <laughs> yes, because it's not. The, it's like it keeps happening to us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I do. I do think, you know. The sim, what are they called? Cenobites? Cenobites, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can do so many variations of them. Right. Uh, but, you know, Pinhead is the is the lead. You know what I mean? Right. So and that's like a lot of be... the show hinges on how powerful yeah. that, that I will say, is. but I just don't know. Her voice was very deep, even in like as Nomi. So she could mm-hmm. kind of be like almost androgynous as a Pinhead. Mm-hmm. But yeah. is it is it Pinhead? Like is, is she still gonna have oh, the right. same makeup with the pen? You know what I mean? Like I'm sure, is I'm it sure that part is gonna be the same. A I different think they just, character. Like they're gonna make it. They're gonna make make her super androgynous. You just know what like, it's like? It's like a what if version of Pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like different multiverse version. But yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I'm just happy they're glad they ain't make. Razor. You know that's the thing now. So I'm just glad they ain't make Pinhead black. <laughs> <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't asking for that. 
I think the biggest thing too that I'm concerned about is when I see it's a streaming service and it's Hulu. I just hope that you know, hey. and horror isn't hard hey, to make. James, on let a me budget. let me cut you off. Let me cut you off. Don't nobody want to hear you complain about no streaming services. You watch, <laughs> you watch CW. Watch we done named you after CW. Come on, bro. Oh, oh, I'm gonna watch James it. Probably got the PBS stream. <laughs> oh, I'm a PBS Peacock. I'm gonna complain too much because horror uh, movies, you know, they can be lower budget. But with that said, Resident Evil just had a trailer. <laughs> it just came out. <laughs> Welcome to Raccoon City. And um, I'm not going to say who. It definitely wasn't me, but it was kind of an insult. Somebody might have mentioned that this had a CW level of budget when it saw the trailer. <laughs> but <laughs> what did y'all think, man? I actually, with that said, it did look low budget, but I kind of did like that they had like less CGI and more like real um, um, makeup and, and a special I think, effects. I think, this I'm, John, I think I'm looking more forward to this just because it's a one-off film rather than trying to make a series. I think going around a you series sure? or so you think so you think it's going to be a, a series of films yes <laughs> Probably not they already one. showed us they have yeah. no end in sight and that's right, why they right. just starting over we, we already got seven bad ones if <laughs> this if this one hits you think they're not making a sequel well, well so so what 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 tra- attracted me to this one in particular is you can tell it's based off of resident evil 2 which was the best video yeah, game in that entire was. series right. that they've ever made one no, of the best ever. Yeah. What what was better in that in that Resident Evil? No, I'm saying Resident He's Evil 2 was one you. of the best movies ever. I mean best video uh, games. Video games yeah, yeah, ever. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. I thought it wasn't. Okay, but yeah, but um the the thing that got me from the trailer, which was kind of weird, is that I thought they had a bad choice for Leon. Like the guy whose cast is I thought the guy from the CW from uh Flash Firestorm and Code Eight, he should have been Leon. But they had this long hair, brown hair guy be Leon, which was kind of a weird casting to me. I almost thought the other guy should have been the main protagonist, but it's usually Leon and the, the girl, right? Is the right. main protagonist yeah. from yeah, this. Yeah, Jill. Jill. Jill so yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that so much because I don't recognize the guy. Like the guy they've got casted as Leon is uh, somebody Van Joia or something. I don't know how to even say his name, but I've never heard of him. And so. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do. I hope they don't move very far away from the original content of the video game because I feel like that game is all you so got to do. You just right. That's all you got to do. Yeah. This stuff that- pops off and it's successful for a reason. Yeah. Right. So when you adopt it, it's like, don't go too far from the source material. Like people, people already love that. And, and quite honestly, we all look for that, man. You know, that's why I agree with y'all. Like, I'm, I'm kind of like, happy to see this because I always wanted the regular version with Chris Redfield and things like that. And, you know, more of a like smaller scale, small town feel where it can bring in horror and stuff like that. Focus less on Umbrella and just the fact that, you know, it's zombies like all over the place. And, you know, somebody was unsuspecting and just stumbled across this whole issue. Um, And I I think they are going a little overboard, though, with bringing in nostalgia, because it was like almost everything you remember from. Yeah. um, The truck crashing at the beginning. Resident Evil, they they showing up, the dogs, the Doberman pinchers, the clickers. Like, it's like, damn, man, y'all putting everything in this joint. Mm hmm. So hold on, y'all said this joint is not on CW. So what is it, Paramount Plus? <laughs> <laughs> what it look like? That's what it no, looked look like, that way. No, they See, said in theaters, said, but in theaters only. <laughs> yeah. 
hey, why is it not releasing on Halloween though? Why are they releasing so That's many what I thought too. After Halloween, this makes no right. sense at all. Stream it and put it on Halloween. Is that a bad but... weekend or something? What? I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they probably maybe traveling. have some other stuff coming out. Sony traveling. It's Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> right. Where you going? Spe- <laughs> speaking of man, uh, did anybody see James Bond? Uh, oh, no, damn, was I it No Time to Die? Came out. How was it, James? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, James out. How, how was it, James? <laughs> It was all right. <laughs> was good, man. If you like Bond, then you'll like it. But it was more the same. Um, it did have kind of an interesting ending. So, you know, if it's worth checking out. One thing I did notice, and I'm going to start this by saying, and it's funny because Loth actually mentioned this in one of her other movies. And I'm going to start this by saying by Dane, yeah, uh, Lashana Lynch, she was fine in it. But Anna Day Armas, looking at her, man, I was like, man, this, and she's not even my type, but she's a very pretty lady, man. Like, just looking at her and her features, I was like, man, this is crazy. She, like, had, like, a what's her, almost. What's, what's her name? Anna Day Armas. I think she was in, um, oh, man, I can't even remember the name of that movie. Um, it was almost like Clue or whatever. Oh, Anna. Yeah. Okay. Anna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Love actually mentioned that, and I don't know she's if it Knives was. Out. Yeah, Knives Out. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's what he mentioned. Like, we were talking about something, and he actually mentioned that. But yeah, Bond's worth checking out, people. If oh, y'all she haven't is seen Penelope Cruz's replacement. Like, she definitely is basically. with the accent. They're and the everything. same person. Yeah. Support your local movie theaters, people. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like these guys. <laughs> so can we ask a question here? I, I don't know if you want to answer because Loth may not want to spoil, but. It, does it give us any indication the direction the Bond films are going to go in from this point forward, or it kind of leaves it arbitrary? Can you answer mm-hmm. that? Can he answer that, Law? You, uh, you don't want to. You don't want to answer to that. I can give Let's a safe wait. answer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Y- yes cool. and no. Yes and no. It's it's you know, yes and no. It gives a little hint, but not really. Like we still okay. gonna have some some questions to answer. He said, I can give a safe answer and then said nothing. Yeah, that's what I say. And that's why I got to check it out because it's worth, you know, it'll give you maybe some answers, but maybe not. They say it's doing good. They say it's doing good box office wise. Is it? I don't know, man. It's got a lot to catch up on. Yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of, uh, I don't know if y'all saw WB release some first look pics of Batman, uh, Wayne Family Adventures, which, you know, um, Dane probably knows in the comic books. It's kind of like, you know, we all know that there are several different Robins and other people that join the crew over time. The comic book kind of follows that where Batman starts branching out a little bit and almost calls it like I think it's like Batman Incorporated or something like that. But it brings in a lot of the, the members of the family. Um, what did y'all think of the uh, pictures that y'all saw? Is it something that y'all are looking forward to? No. <laughs> no. It's weird, though, because Titans just kind of dealt with a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. I, when I first saw the pictures, I thought it was a Titans joint. And I was like, why are they doing this again? Mm-hmm. Like, not, not that I watched Titans, but yeah. I saw the previews and stuff. I am... Feeling like some people are missing of the melanated uh, persuasion. Though, <laughs> uh, I don't want to be the you know the, the cowbell for that, but uh, isn't there some black Batman characters now? Yeah, and I thought I, I well maybe I just saw the cartoon version um, that had him, and I can't remember the kid's name that takes the like he's almost like Iron Man, um, and he's funny because he pops up in Titans and gets killed. <laughs> Oh, or Lucas is a uh, nephew or whatever. Yeah, his son, no, right? His, or is son? his nephew. I don't know. Um, I think it's his son. Okay. I'm. I just. But uh, it doesn't appear like they're in the live action version for some reason. So, 
Mm-hmm. Dog, why do why does WB keep going to the same well, dude? It's so it's like they got like three versions of the same show now. Yeah. yeah. Y'all ain't tired um, of watching these? Y'all watch all of these too. I think Jay watches all these. I can't. We I said it earlier. I guess Doom, They're Titans, dumb. and what else? What would be the third one? Patrol. <laughs> I feel like Doom That's Patrol is sort of the same thing. Yeah, like it's, it's a different characters, HBO. but it's like an ensemble of characters who live yeah. together and deal with stuff. It's like CW got all these type of shows like that, but they won't touch. To John's point, like we haven't seen Blue Beetle yet, which is different enough and original enough where they could have. I mean, I know they're working on it, but like, you know, there's stuff out there that they could to, could focus on. Yeah. yeah, and it would break it would break up the monotony of getting that ensemble group. This is we're all superheroes that got to yeah. do stuff and be together all the time. Don't nobody need another show about Lois and Clark Kent. Like they just yeah. keep making them joints. Like, right. but hey, hey, I hey. don't know. <laughs> but it's, it, it is. It's Batman and Superman. Like that's all yeah. DC yeah. ever really yeah. goes to. And now Wonder Woman. Batman yeah, I wouldn't Superman mind. Uh, and I guess they're saving some of the stuff for the movies. But well, I guess they did Black Lightning, um, which actually was pretty good. And then they ended yeah. it. But I think they ended it probably at a good time before it became the Flash. Yeah. But like Static Shock, there's actually some characters that they probably could get into that would be interesting that would be different enough but they all end up being the same thing man cw just becomes like a group and everybody becomes like a little team so you flash and you get your little team and you talk to your team and you arrow and you get your little team and you talk to your team (laughs) and then your team gets superpowers too and you know next thing you know your girlfriend is the new arrow and this is like man all right we've seen this before it's Warner Brothers, man. They they got us all fooled. They own all these companies, and they make us think, oh, it's something different because it's CW. Oh, it's different because it's HBO Max. Yeah, it's all Warner Brothers. So <laughs> so so, Dane, what you think of this? Uh, with Warner Brothers, we would you know one of their breakout hits that kind of was something different was Joke Lash. Well, maybe two years ago was Joker, um, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Um, but apparently he gave a quote and said that he's open to doing another Joker Joker sequel, but he's unsure if it will happen. Uh, we were told shortly after the Joker, which kind of weird the saga the way it went. And I don't know if this is COVID related or what, but in- initially it was supposed to be a standalone feature. Mm-hmm. Um, it mm-hmm. wasn't supposed to be any sequels. It became a hit. Money started talking. They announced Mega the hit. sequel. And now perhaps that sequel isn't going to happen. I don't know if it's writer's block. I don't know if they didn't have anywhere to go. Didn't he say it was or he's just like hyping it. they had a difference of views or something like that? Like as far as what direction they wanted it to go? He did. And was it Todd Phillips? I think he was yeah. saying Todd Phillips might yeah. have not, not had a vision that he wanted or, you know, something. But it sounds we've like seen, we've, seen this, we've seen this circumstance before. And I think two things are pro- probably did happen. I don't know how it's going to shake out. But one, I don't think they suspected Joker would be that big of a hit. Yeah. Yeah. So when it when it did become that, immediately money signs. Hold on. Let's pause right there. You're making my point. You're making John's point. Hold on. Let's talk. Let's pause right there and talk about why. And I think this is what John's point is. Why was Joker so much of an unexpected hit? What was it that Joker gave us? It was Reddit R, and they didn't think it was going to bring in that many tickets, but people still brought their kids in the theater just like we ain't had no business yeah. in there. And it was cheap to make, too. You don't forget and that. It was well, cheap well so, I also would add, Joaquin has a lot to do with that. All true. the buzz about his performance, people haven't seen it. Right. 
the, the, the that word of mouth started to, to but, but get that joint a lot. But of that's the point. You could you could you could have a movie be grounded. You don't have to have all the super CGI over the top material, especially with the Batman characters, and really make it work well. And I think that's what that film showed people. Like a lot of it has to do with just the performance of the actors and what they mm-hmm. bring. And if you give yeah. us that, then your money is going to be made by itself, especially when the gap. You might not make two billion dollars like Avengers: Infinity War, but you might make nine hundred, eight hundred million, and it might only cost you eighty to thirty million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, so like that—that's a turnaround. Like that's success, mm-hmm. and you can keep winning off of that success. But I don't know why they're so afraid to go down that route. Well, let me and just John, add in. Well, let me add in one factor that's really important. Uh, if you think about what Joker was, it, it was basically like, you know, like a drama, yeah. essentially. But if you talk about making a superhero movie, yeah. now you need stunts, CG. Like now you automatically, now, that's a hundred million. So <laughs> you this got to add in. So now it's not low budget no more. This is why I think it's never going to happen, Olaf, to, to add to the point you're going in. When you bring in an actor, like John said, and focus on the actor, Joaquin Phoenix, and you do such a good job, the reason that they probably have differences of opinion is because WB and the writers or directors know what Joker is supposed to be. And they're now saying, all right, let's take what we did and steer it towards actually a Batman him, villain. Yes. Actually making him Joker, which he wasn't in that movie. No. And and Joaquin Phoenix is like, nah, I want to do another movie about that guy. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is not actually like me and James said when it came when we talked about Phillips it. Tom Phillips probably feels but, that way. Somebody, yeah, but Phillips probably feels like that this. way too. I don't I think like, it's gonna happen. Yeah, Jack, I feel Jack. like Joaquin Phoenix wants to give us the Joker version of Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he wants to give us that trippy, like this is you got to watch this a million times to I'm good. really figure it out. <laughs> and, and like, but the thing is, and I don't know if Warner or DC catches this. I think they do because I think Joker is the only thing that they really pay so much attention to who plays that character that they don't necessarily just throw so it two, away. Like there's, two, there's two reasons why they pay so much attention to that. One Jack Nicholson Leto. and Heath Ledger. Let- <laughs> yeah, Leto. I, think, oh. I think that Heath legacy Leto. of this character in particular and knowing Joaquin was up up to bat also had a, created a lot of intrigue. Yeah. Here's where I think they should go. I think you should do this for other villains, not continue Joker. Yes, I agree. I agree. J- just go to Mister Freeze. If you know Mister Freeze's story, not you Arnold Schwarzenegger, not you Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Not that, not that version. <laughs> but you can develop a drama that is very you intense and, and, and very dark. Oh, yeah. you can do that for uh, Ivy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cat Woman. You could do it for Catwoman. They almost did it in Gotham. Yeah. Yeah, like, Poison like Ivy don't have enough tragedy, yeah. but you know, like you're right. There are other people in his rogues gallery that you know you could really pull a drama out of it without really getting into like stunts and yeah. big yeah. set pieces and all of this you budget. Really be able to do it with this penguin. You can't do it. Well, some of the ancillary dudes like Clayface, you can't do it with him because it nah. got to be all CGI. Yeah, yeah, I ain't even really. I don't know. I. I don't uh, even Riddler. I'm like, I don't you know. could do it. You could do it with Riddler. And you could have a whole thing in just, an asylum. What Peng- are you talking Penguin about? just got to be funny looking. Yeah. Like, I mean, look at the way that they doing Penguin in the upcoming movie. Like, yeah. they, 
they could probably make a character out of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I always thought that they should have done that they don't really like as a villain they don't focus on is uh, Victor's ass. Like him being a, a serial killer that like mm-hmm. marks himself as he kills his victims. Like I don't know. I always thought that he was one that they've done it in the comics, but they haven't really done it much in the uh, um cinematic versions. But man, I thought Loth was going to say, hey man, uh, just make Joker black this time. Nah, nah. Well, <laughs> give us what we want, right? <laughs> we, don't, we don't even need that. Just give me Luchador Bane. Give me the Latino Bane like they're supposed to. Yeah, that'd be dope. Man, um, interesting, man. We spun, you know, we would I was just joking, man, but talking about black actors and actresses. Um, uh, we touched on it a little before, but apparently it's still going ongoing. Um, is it Leticia Wright? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, reportedly, um, and for those that don't know, she was Shuri in the Black Panther um franchise. And she's been going through um, kind of a controversy because she's taken kind of like a, a strong stance as an anti-vaxxer and being against the vaccine and and even maybe some potential COVID conspiracies and all this stuff. But um, she's expressed these views again on the set of BP2. And apparently she's parted ways with her U.S. representatives in the wake of the backlash. Like, what do you think of this? And, and I guess you got to take a stand if you believe in something. But Definitely seems like a bit of a um, career suicide, man. She going full Kyrie. Bruh, hmm. <laughs> I just, I don't understand how people, uh, like, I understand, I enjoy a good conspiracy theory, but <laughs> at a certain point, you have to really sit down and say, okay, like, what am I trying to gain from throwing this out there am i really just trying to do this to gain the and i get it she is she's in a profession where the more publicity or popularity you have technically the way it's supposed to work is the more money you're supposed to be getting Mm -hmm. but like you can only do that to a certain extent and you can't like you can't just spew stupidity just to gain attention. And I know we just finished talking about that. Like that's kind of the way the world is now, but I mean, it's just. So do you feel like she, she's welcome to have her, her, her views. She just shouldn't openly share them with the world. I feel like you can have your views and you can, you can talk about them. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like if you're going to talk about something, you should take the time to really pay attention to what you're talking about and consider the platform that right. you use to talk about it and yeah. say, you know what, how is this going to benefit someone else other than me? Right. But what and, if, and, what and if I, her position, what if her position isn't necessarily about things that need to be researched and is more hinged upon personal choice? And it's like, as well, it relates to your health, you know what right. I mean? And I'm good with that, with personal choice. But when it comes to employment, mm-hmm. like it doesn't really matter as much. Yes. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't have to be an actress. Like she can no. leave Hollywood that's a, tomorrow. That's a personal choice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then she yeah. can say whatever views that she wants. But when you're working for Thank a you. large company and amongst other actors and things like that, 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 you know, would make it more conducive and safe safer on the set, at least in their preference, that you were vaxxed or that you took these tests to make sure that production goes well. And, you know, because, again, even if she doesn't get fatally sick, you know, if she gets one mm-hmm. or two people sick on the set, like, you know, it's a whole Tom Cruise Kirk yes. out. And now we might not have BP2, but, you know, and production gets slowed down. We've already had a lot of um, delays in reference to COVID already. 
that'd be think, a catastrophe. So my, my big issue with this a lot of times is when people make that argument, I always say, well, I think the vaccine has a has a broader sort of intent behind it. But like it's it should never be about the one or two people who are supposedly already vaccinated getting sick. They're supposed to be vaccinated. They're right. supposed to want be the ones who because we're all going to be transmitting it, mm-hmm. you know, back and forth. But vaccination gives you an ability to for your body to respond a certain way to it mm-hmm. and knock it out. But, you know, I think I think this is just a delicate conversation for a lot of people because it is sometimes varied perspectives on things. Some people right. are straight up conspiracy. The stuff they're talking about is is like really left field. They really did no research. They just basically <laughs> yeah. responded to different rumors and things they heard on yeah, their when, news feed. When you hear people with them conspiracy theories, they'd be like, yeah, they just want our DNA or they just want to put a <laughs> put chip a in us. In. Like, you know how many times you've been to the hospital in your life? <laughs> right. They would but have done all of that already. It's just the same, the same your thing. your phone picks up everything. Literally saying this on social media, using their phone or their laptop, you. Right. You know, broadcasting their location and yes. their data willingly so it's just funny and it's the same thing even with the vaccine like the same person that's like man that's trash you're putting in your body let me do this heroin this is much better (laughs) like man you just snorted cocaine (laughs) so on the other hand there are people who have there are people on the other hand who really just want to make a conscientious choice about different things that they don't have enough information about there's a large level of mistrust that they might have about um, either pharmaceutical companies and all of that is warranted. Right. Like yeah, we can't, there, there, there is for me, there is no reason to, to vilify people who are not just trying to be sheep. Right. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people who went against popular opinion uh, were not, they were vilified at the time and now they have holidays and calendars, um, dates on the calendar where we celebrate them. And so a lot of times people, you know, think, well, I don't want to just, follow the crowd you know i definitely want to be introspective about these decisions and i don't want the government or anyone else making that choice for so so to to that point to that go ahead john so to that point law what happens is they don't follow one crowd but then they go get in another box and follow that crowd it becomes a completely dichotomous thing there is no gray area because she didn't say that she didn't say hey i really just want to be a critical thinker introspective about what well, I'm what did she say? I'm sorry, I didn't she re- see any she of her re-posted, comments. She reposted a nut post, essentially, oh, okay. a conspiracy theory. Oh, so, okay. so that's the issue. Like, don't repost a nut mm-hmm. post. Just speak your truth and, yeah. and leave it at that. Or don't say nothing at all and keep it to yourself because it's your personal business. Yeah. But she left one box and decided mm-hmm. to get into another. another one. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I and tried that. to find it myself, but apparently she left a 69-minute video uh, from the YouTube channel on the Good table, job. which featured featured uh, commentary from uh, Tommy um, Ariomi of the London Light Church, and in that it said it questioned the le- legitimacy of COVID nineteen, made transphobic comments, and was skeptical of climate change, and accused China of spreading the COVID nineteen virus. So there's a lot of views. Uh, so she's definitely so, one of those. So you <laughs> skeptical, hold on, you skeptical of COVID nineteen, but then you blame somebody for spreading COVID nineteen. Which you. one is it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Don't even you make sense. Both. So, but yeah, or or maybe the they're skeptical of how serious it is, but a hey, China did it and they did it on purpose. Which right. I mean, Sounds maybe like Trump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I guess which a lot of this stuff in all of these is 
all of them end up being doing doing that contradictory of right. they're telling you one thing and then in that same breath it's like yeah, yeah. but the reason this exists is because of something totally opposite yeah. and in the words of the great street prophet Marshall Mathers ain't no such thing <laughs> as halfway crook so Marshall um, Mathers I understand my beat said it first did you but just, just, like, just do that I understand so my beat said it first God, I understand my beat said it first but I just gave that man so angry you gave that man prodigy's quote I did but I just finished watching 8 Mile so that hey, was why I did it. yeah stop that stop shit that. <laughs> but and, and man it's kind of like that tough you know balance because I'm all for I'm all for I'm all for freedom of speech and, you know, I don't mind that she says or believes these things. It's just that I just don't feel like if I'm Disney, like when you say these things and, and we have that conversation that those aren't the views of this company and you're representative of my brand and my company mm-hmm. that I need to continue to let you do this. So you kind of choose your employment, kind of like our thing with uh, old uh, broad shoulders, Gina Carano with her stuff. <laughs> my, my favorite defensive end. Yeah, because she got thicky thick. I think she, oh, she's so. She's so let back. me ask y'all this then. So what? Where? Where does? Where does? I'm at work doing my Thank job. You. Thank you. And I have personal views outside of my job that don't align yeah. with whatever is it, mainstream acceptable. Where does that line end and begin? Bro, you, I don't think they it tell does. you that when you get your job. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it depends normally on they your tell contract. you that in your yeah. job description. Like you fill out a contract, you sign something saying, like, hey, when I represent during the time I represent this company, this is how I will carry myself. Right. What I do after that is something else. Yeah. However, your company also says that your health and a lot of your information about your health is private and all of that stuff. But then they also asking for you to make sure you tell us if you vaccinated or not. But this is yeah, this isn't new. Like, and this is a pandemic. This is not normal circumstance. Like, and, we're not talking and, about chicken pox. And it just depends, <laughs> like it just depends on what your job is too. If you're a politician or um, a police officer or a CEO of a company, like I can have my views personally. But if I decide to join the Ku Klux Klan tomorrow, I probably can't be anybody's chief of police. They're probably that, would, that would be that would be very interesting. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I, I would be interested to watch. All it. right, Mr. Bigsby. Hey, but look, <laughs> so to, 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 that, to that point, Lob, like the TB test has been around forever. I've always had to get a TB test yeah, for my job. Measles, right? Yep. And, and if and if and if you couldn't bring the, the the TB test results, you had to do a chest X-ray. Like nobody complained or made a thing about that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's been a thing forever. This Here's the only, difference. This only Here's the difference. A thing. What's the Here's difference? the difference. The difference is here, here are the requirements and qualifications you need for this position. So you step into it. That's why I'm giving I'm honoring mm-hmm. y'all saying for a certain job, if you sign a contract, it'll say these are expectations and stipulations we expect for you to adhere to when you come into this position. Mm-hmm. When you violate that, now we can go back and say, look, we're gonna remove you. Don't take me into a position. And then because the world changes and public opinion changes, now all of a sudden, you get to come back and say, well, yeah, you you don't align with our beliefs. That's not public opinion. It's hold not on, just hold on, opinion. hold on. Or to say, hey, well, now, John, you got to cut your foot off because we don't like people with left, foot, left feet. 
that's such an extreme struggle. It is, it is an extreme. It's not the same, it's not the same thing. But it's you got to make an extreme thing. case just it's to not. make it easy to no, understand. No, 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 no. The point with TB was if you have TB, you can get other people infected and get other people sick. So anything that I do that puts somebody else at risk on my Thank work you. site is detrimental to everybody else on the company. Thank you. What if your job? What if your out. job doesn't? You don't interact with other people. Typically, that requirement might but not be. That's not what right? she does. does. But that's not her point. She really no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm you talking to you. That, I'm that, speaking that to your example. But though. you can't hold on. But, but that, you that, can't that, use that, a, hold on, John. Right. Hold on, John. But you can't use a generalized example to say this generalized example is what makes work for this specific position. I didn't bring up TB. John did, and TB is not Letitia Wright's issue. About Letitia. She works with other people, though. Yeah. So why you talk about TB? Because that's a communicable disease. Yeah, that yeah. that's a community. He's he brought that's up airborne. TB because that's a communicable disease that if you don't if you don't get a vaccine for, you can transmit that to someone else. You can so, do it with the vaccine. I understand. So, but so, so the, help but me understand. Same, hold on. So the same point you're making is yes. So vaccines are not 100. percent just like there's hardly anything in this world that's 100%. I get that. But the reason we want you to get vaccinated as a company is because we need to provide the best defense for not only you, but the people around you. And I understand if you don't necessarily work with someone, like that may not necessarily be the case for you, but she does. So if I'm a company, I say for people that have communication, for people that are going to be in close contact with other people, here are the requirements. Yes, we did not create those requirements ahead of time, but we didn't know we needed to. So now that we have these, yeah, they here's are. how they they control. Going. It's just a new infection right. that you. we didn't know about. And, and, and honestly, everybody's policy from day and you one. don't need to I want to hear, Dane, I hear Dane's point on this because yeah. I know he wanted to get in there for a minute. I'm sorry, Dane. Do you remember your point? Or, I, I, go ahead, please. I lost it, but well, I agree with, with you and Julian. I'm right, I'm right yeah. in line with well, y'all. Well, I look at it like this, and, and things change, and especially when it comes to Hollywood and media and places where um, you know advertisement dollars mean a lot. Like it's all about perception. And that's why like the political um, jobs and stuff like that are the same thing. Like this is more, you know, I know it's a, a health crisis and everything like that, but um, the views that this company is going to have and liability wise, like, could you imagine if somebody wasn't vaccinated and died on the set of, yeah. you know, Black Panther 2? That this, would hurt production I, so I, much. And it's all about the money. See, this is the thing but, that. I, no, no, this is what I was saying it, too. Y'all took Y'all took this is what I was saying too about, with Gina Carano. The same thing, like her home, whatever she said. I think it was transphobic or homophobic. Yeah, like she could have yeah. those views and she could still do her job if nobody cared. But the hit Disney wasn't willing to take the backlash that it was going to put on a production because it becomes less about the Mandalorian or less about Black Panther two. It becomes about the views of these specific actors or actresses, which right. you know either way could have. It might not even affect it. Like you know. Letitia's opinions might not affect Black Panther too, but if it starts hurting their pockets, that's where mm-hmm. they care. Like that's yeah. where it matters to them. It's less yeah. about and, I, the and that. View. That is that is really, I think, more poignant to where I was going. Y'all took it into me as if I agree with sort of a vaccine position. You're a vaxer, we know it. I'm talking about <laughs> voicing your opinions about particular things, which carry over yes. into sort of health decisions or vaccine decisions. Yeah. But more importantly, my question was, where does it start and stop? And yeah, where That's where do we thing. get to a it's... point where perhaps some of your values and convictions are being tested simply because 
they don't align. Perhaps they don't even hurt nobody, but right. a particular sentiment or feelings. It's they hurt the, somebody's feelings. Right. And so now all of a sudden we get and, to fire you or yeah, we get to everybody could express their own opinions and but and it, that would be a, a in a perfect world in a perfect world and there's just chaotic. certain positions where yeah. yeah it's just it's just problematic man you know you still got to be respectful it goes back to the whole do unto others like and at the a, end of the day and it's a matter of it's a matter of the perspective of who you ask because it's right. risk versus reward do exactly. the, does the risk that I'm taking with you correspond to the benefit that I have? So for Letitia, that risk is worth it for the benefit that she has for right. for the, having that job. But mm-hmm. for that company, her right. doing that is too risky for them. They right. somebody else brings the same value that she does to them, so they yeah. want her to get in line, or we we'll get somebody stuff. else. Yeah, especially yeah. because she's you know not the biggest name actress in the world. You know what I mean? Like if she yeah. was, you if, know, um, if she was Halle Berry, yeah, it, it, or, it would be or Angela Bassett or something. Yeah. And she was fighting for this role, you know. Or if if this was Black Panther three, and she had established herself in the lead role, and it was mm-hmm. a hit, and it brought on these billions. Like now, it's kind of this. You know I, what I mean? Like I, like I if Chadwick saying. if Chadwick had done this. Maybe there'd have been more conversation. And, and, and honestly, you don't know if there's anybody that's worth the risk for these companies yeah, because these know. companies are they thrive on the public's opinion, perception, and and and, and the way that you know people support them. And so I, I think part of the thing we're missing is she stopped. She got rid of her representation here in the U.S. So I feel like with doing that, I feel like it's kind of like the Ben Simmons thing. Like once you decide. I'm not talking to the people that are the liaisons between me and the other entity that that kind of throws it throws some of the stuff out the window because now it's like you're not even trying to communicate. Now you're saying, hey, here's this what I here's what I'm doing. And this is the hill I'm willing to die on. And if you don't like it, then I'm cool with dealing with the consequences because I don't even want to talk to you about it. Like, so, yeah, that's what she did. It's a, yeah, it's a tough, tough conversation. That balance, yeah. you know what I mean, between expressing your views and, um, you know, a company's, you know, right to employ you. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like, you know, that's why I, I think. Yeah, that's why I think the solution is somewhat simple at this stage, where it's as you all say, is if if we're having a mutual agreement, then we really probably need to walk in the same direction. Right. Do I need to lose all of my beliefs if that's not what you're asking for? No. But if you ask me to be quiet on things and not be public on things or whatever, then that's a fair agreement and compromise mm-hmm. if that's we if we want to go in business, do business together. Right. Uh, what what I think I, I, I do have caution about and what I do agree deserves some criticism is this cancel culture thing and how extreme right. it can get yeah. where where you're not even violating necessarily what you've been paid or contracted to do. Right. But because your personal beliefs don't align with mainstream sentiment, the popular people or society can ask for your job or can yeah. tell them yeah. we right. don't want to support you as a business because this person feels this way. Yeah. Before and that's really jacked like that. up. That was what Before, we did for civil rights. That's jacked up. If people yeah. start to say, you know what, your marriage offends me. So what? I gotta now s- sort of like acquiesce to what popular opinion we says. We made gay people do convic- it for years. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's no, right. No, I I didn't. I'm saying. Right, right. Before, <laughs> wait a minute. Before James, and we're going to get in that, but make that transition, there's a saying, my rights end where your nose begins. Yeah. So and, and once what I my beliefs start infringing upon your freedom, your rights and freedoms in life, that's when it becomes an issue. Mm-hmm. So I know in her position, she might be saying your your beliefs are that I have to put this needle in my arm and I'm afraid that the needle may cause me harm and therefore yes. infringing on my rights. Yes. But the science doesn't back that. And she went the complete opposite and said the needle has microtransmitters in it and all these other cuckoo wacky thoughts and ideas. She purported or supported that that position. And so now by not getting the vaccination, she's potentially putting other people's lives at risk. And I think that's where this is so such a troubling or sensitive issue or topic in, in general to your point of, well, what is it that I can believe before I, you start infringing on that? And I don't think my marriage should infringe on someone else's rights, unless I'm married to an underage but child. But you keep right? using the word like, right. Not- a lot of times what we're seeing is feelings. Ain't got nothing to do with challenging nobody's rights. It's the feeling that you feel that way that bothers me. Correct. But, and I don't that's think, no, correct. That's a bigger issue. But what I'm saying is you you can't you specifically in this situation. Yes, you can. can Part of it is because your 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 argument about the science mm-hmm. is that the majority of whatever statistic you bring up says something. But it never says that so it's 100. There's what's no 100. percent That's what science is. That's literally yeah. what science is. Science yeah. is saying, "Hey, y'all you know just what? jumped you in, but you got to hear what I'm saying first. What I'm saying is, is John made the argument that the science doesn't back that it will hurt you. What if I'm the two percent? What if I'm the three percent that has an adverse reaction and now I'm sterile, or I can't have a child, or whatever, or I break out and I'll have paralysis." Who knows? All I'm saying is that's all theory. If I'm that person and, and, and I, I was wasn't given, if I we don't if even I have wasn't, that. we don't we'll handle data to support that. Thank you. Yeah. There's no data to support any of those side effects. It all the, all theory, yeah. but I yeah yeah. And so we, the people the, the people that science said that actually did have a reaction and did have paralysis from the vaccine that that I made that up. But life, that's you can't. Here's the thing I have. Here's the, and we can move on after this. But here's the issue I have with that is if we take that stance, then you have to literally take that stance for every Every single single thing thing. you chew, everything you eat, everything you touch, everything, because you technically could be the 1% that something bad happens to. So why are we, why, I don't, what I don't understand is- Hold up, Jay, let me get, let me give you a great example. They did that with children and peanuts, right? But what they've done by taking peanuts out of the school, they've actually increased the precedence of children being allergic to peanuts because now families are being afraid to expose their children to something at an early age and and helping them build their immune system up so they wouldn't have so they would have the tolerance. Now Mm. they're losing it. And now there's more people in the world today. This is a scientific fact that are becoming allergic to peanuts because the children won't give the shit to them. You don't. Well, I, I thought a more applicable example was is HIV. It's a deadly virus. Uh, you you could essentially say, nah, all of y'all have to wear condoms at all times. But we essentially elect that to be a choice. You know what I mean? And you, the person who elects not to runs the risk of harming themselves. So essentially, if if we think no, about they it, they elect to harm other people as well. Yeah. yeah, if you know you got HIV, yeah, somebody's that's, that's why. That's why it's a federal offense. 
because you can have HIV. You can have you know it's right. You could no. You could have HIV and not inform your partner and have unprotected. But sex. the partner right. elected not to protect themselves. No, but, but if you still, want to, it's a federal offense. That's but not on him. That's on you. That that's a crime. That's a crime. Yes, that's a federal offense. Yeah, y'all aren't listening. Maybe if I willingly go into agreement with someone, knowing that's the risk, and I elect not to protect myself, y'all are talking about legal obligation to disclose or whatever. I'm saying just in terms of me letting myself be vulnerable. That is my choice. Yeah, right. There was no government making me wear prophylactics or whatever to protect right. myself. I just said, you know what? I trust this person. I'm just not going to use it. Right. And we're saying you you said the part about you could get HIV. We're saying if you then contract HIV and continue to do that intentionally, not informing your partners, then it becomes something different. And I'm saying because it's a dual situation, the mm-hmm. other partner can't go into the sexual you know, situation without so, my... So, so, so everybody on the set of Black Panther just got to keep their mask on when Letitia's on the set there. Yeah, no, that's, that's what you're saying. saying. No, that's saying not what you're saying. That's what you're saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that those individuals were already required to be vaccinated, correct? Correct? And y'all know, saying that's the silver key? bullet. So the silver bullet, they ain't got nothing to worry about. That's what I'm saying. What they got to worry about? Condom could break too. Huh? The condom could break too. And and what? Now you change it and deflect it. Cool. That's what you do. That's what you do. I'm just saying. No, I'm asking a question. You say the people got the vaccine, they just got to wear a mask. I'm saying, I thought the vaccine was supposed to have, it it, it runs a certain purpose. How come I have to take that physical responsibility? If you get sick, you get to blame me. It, it, it and not just that it runs deeper than that because I got kids who can't get the vaccine and I could bring that right. shit home and I could be perfectly right. healthy. You told me it's a them. choice. You could quit your job. So you we told got me so, that. so the majority got to quit the quit the job. I didn't one say person. that. Where's the greater I didn't good? Say that. I'm using the Where's same the argument you making. Where's the greater good principle? The majority have to quit the job for one. Because that's at what some I'm saying. You're asking an individual to buy into the greater good, and some people may not want to. But some people may want to talk yeah. about that and yeah. have a conversation and be vocal but about she's, it. She's but not, not using. She's, she's not losing. But if it's not infringing on your rights, if it's not infringing on your rights, and it's not necessarily putting you at danger, and you have avenues to protect you and your family, I'm simply saying. I, again, I'm not advocating for people not to get vaccinated. I'm not advocating anything. The only thing I'm saying is that. We do have to be careful about people having a difference of opinion and perhaps having a individual sort of desire to be separate from what's popular or what's And I think what we're saying is that's fine as long as it doesn't affect the health of other people around you. You can have whatever opinion you want, but if your opinion is going to run the risk of getting me, my child. How my am I doing that? How's Letitia Wright putting you at risk, Julian? If she doesn't get, if she unknowingly, asymptomatically contracts COVID-19 mm-hmm. and me, even though I have a mask and I am vaccinated, contract mm-hmm. it. I go home and bring it to my sister. First of all, now she's already. Julian, you people. being out, you being out and about without running into her puts you in the same position. I understand. But the difference is we've made an agreement saying this is what we're going to do in order to forward she this project. It. 
She didn't. She, she did, did not agree. She but did. She's, when she she's an independent party. Movie, yeah. And I kind of just look at it like, and maybe my my view is just from Disney as a company. Like, it's kind of like that kid that comes to school that doesn't have the chicken pox vaccine. Like, if they come to school and they die at school, nobody's going to be like, oh, well, um, she, if, if you, um, she was allowed to express her freedom and, and come in. Like, if Letitia, again, people that are protected against it have a, a less risk of um, mm-hmm. passing away from it. And she doesn't. If she uh-huh. gets COVID-19 positive and dies on the set, that's just, you know, it's almost better just to replace the actress. It's not worth the risk versus reward isn't worth it if she gets mm-hmm. sick and dies, which, you know, I'm I'm all for her expressing. And, and maybe if she signs and she takes the risk. But again, and in, in publicity wise, you know what I mean? Nobody's going to care about that paper. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If she signed, it's just going to be a bad look for Disney as a whole, just like a child dying in school is a bad look for public schools. You're better off just saying, hey, they can't come to school at all, um, you know, in a PR res- perspective. But. That's but we'll see, man. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see, man. It's gonna be it's 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 an interesting thing, man, because nationwide, like people are having these debates, man, when it comes to you know your right to come to work and express your views and and being able to take the vaccine and your opinion and if you're healthy or not. So I just I don't know what the answer is, but maybe Letitia does, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. we'll we'll see. And and man, that'll even get into a topic we'll get into later. But before we get to that, when it comes to freedom of speech and being canceled and all that oh stuff, um, just real quick, um, WandaVision. Um, I don't think nothing real quick today. One of the shows that we actually liked from Disney Plus was WandaVision. It was interesting. And one of the standout breakout characters in that was um, Agatha Harkness. Apparently, Disney is, you know, going the CW route, <laughs> potentially giving her her own spinoff based on that popularity. Um, is this something that y'all wanted to see? Something that y'all are checking for, or no something that is just like this we... all along? No one asked <laughs> no, this. Hold on, before be, this. before I respond to this, and Julian, you, you're right. No one wants this. <laughs> before I respond to this, was I the only one that caught Love mentioned that he celebrated Columbus Day in the last uh, debate? He was talking about famous people getting holidays. I did hear that. I took that as he celebrates Columbus Day for the record. I was talking about Martin Luther King. I knew what you were talking about. (laughs) I was talking about Martin Luther Uh, King. But but, uh, Agatha uh, Harkness, I think this had... Oh, yeah. I think Agatha Harkness news, I think this runs the risk of them putting too many balls in the air. Yep. (laughs) Okay, pause. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's just like at some point, you you do too much, and then your story doesn't line up how it should. The things very that you true. set up start to, you know what I'm saying? So it, we we already starting to see a little bit of that, and the more they start to do too much, the more it it gets shaky to me. Yeah, because I don't believe this. I don't believe this news. I, I hope it's wrong. I hope it's fake news, because at this point, like you got to come up with a storyline of how she gets her powers back. And then how everybody else ignores that she gets her powers back after we've seen how dangerous she can be. It, I don't care if you want to fill out your streaming platform with content so that <laughs> not, people are always this, having this something to do. Don't take every character people have yeah. a positive reaction to and think that that means we want them to have their own show. No. Dennis, Dennis Rodman is not, to watch it. Just Dennis Rodman happy. is not meant to be the number one option yeah. on a basketball team. And I'm right. curious, do y'all remember, didn't she? She was nominated, right? Did mm-hmm. she actually win an Emmy? She Who something. Cares? She she got some sort of she recognition from this. Well. The I don't actress know if she did. Won. 
Okay, yeah, which I mean, might, might a, have helped Disney, you know, make that determination too. And she did a good job acting. Where the story coming from? But she's That's a the decent problem. actor. And tell tell me the comic book story that you got uh, Agatha Harkness storyline for. You know what would have been better is just utilize her as a villain somewhere else in another yeah. character story, or have her that pop up her. in the new Wandavision, as mm-hmm. you know, make her good in that, or so I don't know. Whatever you want to do, is have, you have can Wanda, still use the have character. Have Wanda come back. And have Wanda come her, back. Yeah. Take yeah. the spell off just to have a discussion with her. Put the spell back on. Yeah, but in you all your, honesty, you get your was, acting cameo. You I get don't, the. I don't know about y'all, but in all honesty, I was good with never seeing that character again. Ever, <laughs> ever again. <laughs> like, ever but again. if you're gonna bring her back, at least you know I don't need a whole show. Like, yeah, you know, if what I mean? had to, if I had to rank all the characters in that show, then I would want to see again. She gonna be like seven or eight on the list, right? Yeah, like it's hmm. it's pointless. I don't, they they doing too yeah. much. No, they I'm just a, need to give I'm us a Jimmy laugh, though. X-Files. This might be a... We need yeah. a Jimmy X-Files series. That's what we need. I almost would rather see that than Harkness, man. But yeah, yeah I think Laugh might be right, man. This just might be one of those like DC right? level W. Yeah, they said that about... But they even said that about Jimmy Woo. They were like... They had a rumor about him having his own yeah. show. Yeah, the X-Files little spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was, was going to be Jimmy Woo and, uh, and what's the girl's name? Darcy. Uh, Darcy, right? yeah. 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 Yeah, then, then, yeah. Then if that show's good, Darcy going to get a spinoff? <laughs> like at what point but does honestly, it end? But honestly, both of them above Agatha Harkness yeah. right. <laughs> on the list of people I'd rather right. see. Right. Oh, we love Darcy's boyfriend in season one. Like he's gonna <laughs> right. get a spin-off now. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, Stop I don't know it. if I believe it either way, but uh, I guess moving on, and it's kind of like not really moving on, but complete in a circle <laughs> because, you know, back to uh, cancel culture news and debates and freedom of speech and what you can and can't say yeah, before you stretch. get canceled. You know what I mean? Uh, we were mm-hmm. talking about it with the virus uh, with Letitia Wright. Dave Chappelle also recently in his stand up um, had some some um, controversial comments and jokes that he made um, in the closer. And apparently the National Black Justice Coalition, Dane, you're going to have to explain. No, 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 no. Look at Julian's face. This goes straight to Julian. <laughs> so, so he can explain what the National Black Justice Coalition is. But apparently they want to pull the special. Um, I think he kind of knew this was going to come with some controversy and was, you know, um, willing to welcome it. So I don't know what you when I heard, when I heard the National Black Justice Coalition, I heard Dane say, "I'm not only the president, I'm also." (laughs) (laughs) How you kicking it to Julia, man? (laughs) Go to Dane first because I want to. I I I actually am not aware of this. Is the first time I've heard of this organization. Is it is? I mean. I guess they would probably stand up for all black rights and that's why they are taking a stance well. on they are taking a stance on this because of that but this is that this is not the organization at least by title that I would have expected to start kicking and screaming after yeah. the day should It is if okay. you know what the organization is. That's why I said I'm not familiar. Just, if you're familiar, so enlighten I'm, us. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and just off of, I'm trying to get to their website, but it's not yeah. loading. But their Wikipedia is, and it says, 
The National Black Justice Coalition, NBJC, is an American uh, civil rights organization serving primarily lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people. Since it. 2003, oh, the NBJC Dane has, has something he wants to confess to the group. With <laughs> national civil rights <laughs> and LGBT organizations advocating for the unique challenges needs of the African-American LGBT community in the United States. So that makes so, a lot more sense. Makes it makes yeah, it a it lot does. more sense. Based off of anybody, if I don't know if our listeners have seen the closer yet, but if you haven't, please uh, tune we'll in, it, it, yeah, especially before you listen to this conversation. Well, yeah, you might you might want to go ahead and pause this yeah. and come back after you watch it. Come back after you watch but, this. Um, but I will also add, it's important to watch it before you form an opinion based yes, on absolutely. some of the stuff that you might see. Just again, you can. T- I think people listening can make that determination on their own based on what they actually hear. Uh, Dave even talks about that in the in the special that he felt that a lot of media and negative press that he received was not from people like analyzing what he was saying or his jokes, but actually just the other press they saw. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that that's typically and, what and, happens. And, I wonder, and what isn't that what the Twitter comment? Yeah, uh, yes. Troll, yeah. troll stroll is all about. <laughs> yes. And, that, and, 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 uh, we beefing and then there's another. Yeah, and then there's another option. If you don't really care for that type of stuff, you don't got to watch, watch it. it. Don't and, even support it. Thank you. Just and, ignore yeah. it. And, and that's that the biggest is, thing with the and, dollars. And that is what we used to do back in the day. That's what we were <laughs> really mad about. If you don't, if you don't, <laughs> that's how they make you sit on the bus. Just don't ride it. That's yeah. it. It don't, it don't, it don't take a whole lot. Dave, Dave canceled himself. He said, look, yeah. don't watch my, my Dave yes, Chappelle show. You yeah, know what yeah. And that was it. It's funny, man, because a lot of the topics we talked about throughout the whole news kind of keep coming back. But mm-hmm. it's it's funny that um, social media has really had like a big influence on that, because even back in the day and again, I always bring up Howard Stern or um, N.W.A. or um, Two Live Crew hey, before you had to literally write a letter to whatever company, organization, radio mm-hmm. station, TV station, mail it in. And then get a reaction. And sometimes you would have like the larger like Christian organizations or um, NAACP or something like that that could boycott on behalf of, of yeah. you know some of the people that were upset. Mm-hmm. But we'll now with social now. media, it's yeah. so easy to um, tweet and put out your opinion on how you don't like something. And it gets so much traction that a lot of these sponsors and that's how they affected, you know, two live crew or Howard Stern is Mm -hmm. sponsors and people that would support your television show or your radio station or your movie would be in fear. Kind of the same stuff that we were saying with Disney, where they pull back their funds and they basically get rid of you because you're not worth the liability. It's so much easier in this day and age to do that because of social media, where before Man, you know, who who really would take the time to write a letter? You know, we all have mm-hmm. these phones right in our pocket. You pull it up. It takes two minutes to say, I hate you, Dave Chappelle. I want to yep. cancel you. Yep. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then, and, you know. Not only that, but I think when it comes to cancel culture, I think what we should first do is, especially this stuff, ask why. Like, why do y'all want to cancel Dave Chappelle? Like, what was it that made you go, oh, this is so horrible, I want y'all to pull this special off Netflix because if you really wanted to listen to it, you would find out that everything that you think was so offensive was actually exactly what he talked about and how he said it was, Hey, you know what? Like he literally proved the opposite by saying, by talking about his relationship with someone who was transgender and actually killed herself, not based on what he said, but based on the backlash of her supporting him. supporting him 
Like, right. so it's like, what are you offended by? Are you offended by the fact that he talked about transgender people? Or well, by the fact he, that- he, he, he said he doesn't know. He said there could have been a lot of stuff going on in her life that he didn't know about. He said, but yeah. I'm sure it didn't help. It right. did not help. help. And that's right. the point. I'm not saying that it was the primary reason, but okay. what I'm saying is, to his point, Twitter's not a real place. However, it does occupy space in your head when there's a bunch of people yelling at you and for something and that, the pen is mightier than the sword it, it drives is, change absolutely. social media can drive change and yeah we see louis ck ain't he ain't working <laughs> right <Yeah. You're> <laughs> he right. a comedian that that joint worked on him it did um, i mean and it you know and, and and i'm not sort of again vindicating him at all i'm just simply saying that yeah. uh you know it can do a lot of damage even right. if it's not a real place and, and it's kind of one of those things that's weird to me because like it's really just not fair to other consumers like because and, and you know it, they can make these arguments um that you know um maybe some of the things that are said are detrimental to certain communities like you know this mm-hmm. might foster some sort of hate against transgender or cause them to be you know lashed out against but I hate for somebody to dictate something that I want to enjoy. And I see that with like rated R movies or even comedy like Dave Chappelle or like say a Louis CK. If I was a Louis CK fan, granted, mm-hmm. I might not, um, you know, like his behavior that he had, you know, off of the microphone or whatever, but now I can't listen to Louis CK comedy anymore. And even with yeah. Lupita, like if that's an actress that I enjoy, it's almost like it's being chosen for me by this, you know, um, echo chamber on social media that tells the world. Oh, you mean Letitia? Yeah, Letitia. I'm sorry. I like Lapita. What she did? Lapita, <laughs> <laughs> you good? But you know what I mean. Where this echo chamber that kind of dictates what I can and shouldn't, and it's not necessarily like the FDA or the government or something like that that doesn't make it better. But you know, I kind of like to choose my own content mm-hmm. and let my views and values dictate where I'm going to spend my dollars. You know what I mean? If I like yeah. rated R movies that are a little more extreme than, you know, or if I don't, then I'm not going to buy them. And, you know, I don't want somebody telling me what it should or I, shouldn't be. I, I really have a hard time with these conversations because it's extremely difficult not to come across as hypocritical. Yeah, It's also exactly. very much easy to sound like you talking out the side of your neck yeah. because as a black person, there's so many things that I sort of raise up and get offended about and want to see action against people when they perpetuate or perpetrate certain actions or cer- certain opinions, right? But at the same time, I do also firmly believe in people being able to disagree and being able to have a sort of sentiment about things that they express, right? And so finding out that balance between who gets punished, what should be the appropriate consequences is kind of subjective. You know what I mean? I think where I have an issue, particularly with Dave, is because it falls within the realm of comedy. And comedy has always been its own stratosphere. It has always been, this is for us to laugh about. And the issue I have with if the LGBTQ community is having some of the issues that they're having, who am I to tell them how it feels, right? I can't tell them how it feels. But what I can say is that we all have should be able to get laughed at. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. It don't feel good to get laughed at. It don't feel good to get teased. No. But that's what comedians do. So if right. you're going to watch comedy, done. you should know. I could, could potentially come in target. And, 
black and comics talk go, about our own in. community. And, and black com- comics talk about everybody. Yeah. White comics who are really good at it talk about and, about and, and the black community everybody. and get on us right. and yeah. talk about dudes that fit my yeah. description. Yeah. And I laugh at it if it's funny. Gary yes. Owen, Bill Burr. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Hey, before, you know what, before you move that, somebody make sure to make the distinction between what you just said, Love, and what Kramer did when he got on stage. Because I think yeah, I was going to speak to People need yeah. to know that difference. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and there, even with, there is an opportunity to take your platform and do something different, which right. is to just be not funny, not comical, but to be racist or right. to be homophobic or and, to be intentionally trying to hurt and disparage and tear down someone. Right. They, and, there are some people who can't yeah. find the gray area in that. Right. They and think it's like I, 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 I think like we, right. we canceled not, so I, easily I, I, now. Like I miss the days when you could kind of debate. Like, you know what right. I mean? Like when you have content that's like a Kramer, it sparks debate and then people speak with their dollars. Like Kramer, like he kind of was pushed out of the industry differently than what happens today. Like he was pushed out of the industry because it was kind of like nobody wanted to support him anymore and pay dollars towards him. So I'm good with that. Well, Kramer, yeah, Kramer wasn't Kramer wasn't being funny. He had a meltdown on stage, a racist rant against some people that were trying to But even if he was, man, even if you're even if you're like um um, David Duke, and you're like, you're out here and you're supporting. Yeah, this is my second clan reference for the day. I'm sorry, people, but like, even if you're, <laughs> you sound you sounded like you're really trying to join, brother. We need to talk. <laughs> we can talk, we can talk <laughs> off camera. We might need to, but no. But even if you purport to that, and that's the speech that you want to say, I, you know, that that's fine. But there should be something that counters that, and that's where mm-hmm. we have that debate where it shows the flaws. It's just difficult today. The way media is, is that everything is a conspiracy theory. Every Everybody has their own YouTube doctor, professor or something. But that's the dialogue that made freedom of speech as effective as it was, was that you can debate and say, no, there's no merit to anything that you're saying. Like, there's no difference between, you know, me and that person over there just because we look different or we come from right. different you know, walks so- of life. So something it sort of goes back to Loft's point that I, I noticed as I was listening to this joint. Um, Dave Chappelle is playing chess with the industry. Ooh, yeah. oh, I, was, no, I was finna talk about this. He gets he it, this publicity, them trying to cancel him, he uses this yes. to intentionally draw more people to come see right. it. Yes. Could tell as he was filming this, he knew what was coming. Oh, yeah. he knew yeah, he, he knew he what was going to be out. said. He's my last, my last yeah. special. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean, great he, comedians do, man. Just, like yeah. Carlin and Pryor, like they yeah, made yeah. you think, and it's, then they spark the debate, soul. and they Carlin had a whole gun. special called yeah. Seven Words You Can't Say on Television. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. this is not new. The problem is somewhere down the line in all of this participation culture of. People my age growing up not wanting to have their feelings hurt, you got yeah. this. I got should soft. never have my feelings hurt. Like yeah. and that's not that's what the not world cool. is. Yeah. But that's yeah. why we end up with that's that's why we end up with so much cancel culture. Not why we end up with all of it, but that's why we end up with so much cancel culture. Yeah. That's why we have so many people who are sensitive and killing themselves. Insensitive so, and so, sensitive so when, and killing themselves. So when y'all shout, shout out to uh Greg Lukanoff and Jonathan Haidt. This is an educational moment, ladies and gentlemen. The, <laughs> the coddling of the American mind. If you've never read it, go pick the book up, spend some time off of social media go read a damn book it's going to it has everything in there that we talk about right now I, that's my shout out my plug 
Bar Can I just add one over. more thing too yeah. for, yeah, for a point of clarity? Do yeah. y'all realize that a lot of times people throw around the word discrimination? Discrimination is where you treat somebody differently than everybody yeah. else. Right. Yeah. Right. Equity, if you're trying to seek equity, that's where you try yeah. to be treated different because you have different needs, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But this is not discrimination. If I join on everybody, everybody or yeah. if I clown yeah. on everybody and you're included. Don't act like I'm treating you different. I'm giving I'm, you equity. I'm giving you, yeah, I'm giving you equality. And you shouldn't be willing to laugh at other people if you can't allow Take people that. to laugh yes. at you yeah. or laugh yes. at yourself. Yes. Yes. Listen, listen, every culture, all the comics are going to pick on the stereotypes. Yes. The yes. things that are commonly present around those people. So it might be the black people talking slang. It might be certain hairstyles, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Those little quirks are things that we don't like reminded of of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. But Some, in somebody comedy, it's always, swim. here's a great example. It's <laughs> always been funny, man. Yeah. It's it, it, The reason it's funny is because there's a little reference of truth to it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if some of the stuff Dave is saying and calling out about his real issue being how things were being handled and things like that. If it stings because he, they finding that there's some truth to it. It, right? it, it is. I'm sure. I definitely believe that. Like a good jerk, a good joke has truth to it. And not only that, I feel like as far as writing a joke is concerned, David Chappelle is probably one of the greatest joke writers yeah. we've ever seen because he's able to take you on a two minute journey with him. And mm-hmm. into an idea that he knows you're already looking at the end result saying, what is he going to, we know he's going here, but how is he going to do it? That and that he, reminds me of mm-hmm. the, the, the Jewish space, space Jews joke. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. We, I, I haven't heard nothing from the Jewish community at all. Not, if, if that all. ain't an indictment, then I don't know what is because that's they the are, they are quiet about that because, mm-hmm. again, the expectation is that it's a joke. And and I, I just wanted to reference one of the more poignant lines he brought up mm-hmm. that I thought drove it home. Dave said, I'm not talking about y'all no more. I'm done. Yep. Yeah. Until I know that we are yeah. laughing together. Yeah. yeah. So when people, when I read some of the articles that's like, take it down and stuff, I'm like, how do you miss that how do you miss that conversation? Because they, we live in an outraged had, culture. That's, we yeah, want attention, and the only way to get attention is to stand at the top of the rooftop and yell. Yeah, yeah. no click. reason. Like it, it, real talk, I'm gonna I'm put a little bit of my business out here, real fit, real fast. <laughs> so, nah, my we're, we're in the process of adopting my child. No, no, yeah, like we're in the, top, we're in the process of adopting my son, and the the we had a whole bunch of issues with the biological family because they were just throwing out random smut on our name and we were trying to figure out why. And then we realized it's because a lot of things are set up to where the loudest thing in the room is going to get our attention so that we don't end up having to spend money somewhere down the line doing damage control. And I feel like with that being said, you also get this. And the reason they learned that is because you had so many people standing on top of the rooftops just yelling random smut. You, you got to so clarify. Get attention. You, oh, I, I don't want to. Hold on. I, I don't know. He ain't lose me. I got a question for him. I got a question. And I don't want you to tell too much of your personal business, but I got to ask this. 
exactly how much smut do you have out there, brother? We don't have smut out there, but that was the point. Yeah, that was the point. Is that they were literally just coming up with stuff so that people could pay attention to them. And once they had your attention, now we're going to continue to try to string you along so that you can continue to pay attention to us. It's the same thing we've really been talking about the entire time. Hold on, hold on. I hear what you're saying, but it sounds like you do a little more on OnlyFans than just watch. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a, it's not a teaspoon of smut. It's, it's like a shovel. He got his it's own OnlyFans page. A shovel of smut. <laughs> but you know, that's what I feel like. That's what the in the the MBJC right now at this point is doing, and that's how they're missing it. Is hey, this is our opportunity to. Start like, trying to poke this bear, and maybe this bear of attention will start turning toward us. We may not necessarily be, we may not even all the way one hundred percent believe it. Yeah, but it. if we can, if we can get hey. enough attention to us, hey. we can get a little bit more money. So, so now that he said attention, hey. let me. So vanity and narcissism are cousins. They can. Y'all remember? Y'all remember Devil's Advocate? At the yeah. end, when yeah. Donald Reeves mm-hmm. got offered the position, he was looking in the mirror and walked away. What would the Pacino say? He said, "Vanity, vanity, it's my favorite, favorite sin." sin. <laughs> and, and it's so true because it speaks to the root of human nature. What all the social media is about is about me. Everybody wants attention. Hey. Everybody's mm. willing to do anything they can yep. to bring more attention to themselves. This ain't about Dave Chappelle. Yeah. This is about them trying to to stir up some attention for themselves to move forward or push forward, advocate for whatever needs that they want. And if if Dave Chappelle got to be a sacrificial lamb for us to get there, then God damn it, we're going to do what we got to do right. to make it happen. And it's the same thing with what y'all and talking Dave about. And Dave knows that, what, by the way. What is, so, what is so insulting to me and what's so frustrating about it is, like, like so, you know, I my father used to get the newspaper thrown in the yard every morning. Nope, it ain't but like a few old ass men who's getting a newspaper thrown in their yard today. Nobody's doing it. All of that stuff went to social media. I mean, online, and they had no way of collecting money. So now you start getting clickbait material, even from more reputable sources, because mm-hmm. if I drive this way, this content, then I'm going to get you to come in and, and, buy, and buy up my article because I'm not selling anymore. And this may be the last, I'm, I'm grasping at straws because people starting to get their news and validation from YouTube and Vlad TV and all these other BS <laughs> sources. So they're like, now, we, we've got to become, a, we, we got to come a little bit of that in order to stay in the business now. So it ain't even but about John, you know, you basically, it ain't no, it's before, no longer, hold up. Before, it, before, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, finish your thought, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I thought you were done, go ahead. It's it's no longer about really talking to and having a real critical thinking and educated thought. In fact, you're telling people don't have a critical thought, right? I'm going to tell you how to think. That's mm-hmm. what this is about now. You don't need to think for yourself. I'm going to tell you how to think. And you know, your thinking needs to leave me comfortable at all times. At all times. I don't want to be uncomfortable at any time. And I don't want you to have the ability to put me there. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And you're also speaking to Dave's bigger narrative, which was how dare you perpetuate the type of oppression Mm -hmm. that you think from me is comparison to the stuff that black people have been experiencing. Correct. So that was his larger narrative, which is we do have to put things in perspective. Stop acting like you're getting sort of like the oppression that is comparable to like slavery and stuff like that. 
um, or decades compares to 400 years and things mm-hmm. like that. Right. And he's saying, look, I know you're going through something, but I'm making fun of it. Yeah. So what? Because right. it takes one to know one. Yeah. You know, he was expressing right. that. I get it. I know what it's like. Think yeah. about who you at. Think about who I who am. Talking to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who you talking to? Right, I'm drawing the Clifford. So clearly, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and to to that point as well, love. Um, we have to keep in mind that that community is not a monolith as well. They, right, yeah. And he 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 gave that analogy. It's anecdotal, but he mm-hmm. gave the analogy yeah. to the woman who did the stand up, who supported him. Right, like right. all everybody that's that identify with LGBTQIA don't agree with everything that's spoken in that community. Now, a lot of them may jump on board because, again, it's a means to an end, mm-hmm. but that don't mean they really necessarily... Some of them probably looked at the Chappelle show and laughed and died, crack, cracking up laughing all the right. same, and right. didn't think anything of it. But I think that's the fear in, or the, the frustration I have in this whole social media thing, which is it gives people the impression that more people think this way and believe and support that thought than the, than the actual yes. reality actually shows, but yeah, nobody's collecting. Because yeah. social media turns that. your microphone into a megaphone. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like now, hold on. We got to get to the next thing, but can we actually review how good this was? <laughs> like we've talked about it, but can we really review how good this was? So, yeah, so, you gotta yeah, be careful so, though, because you yeah. gotta tell. You know, you got to also explain why you think it's good, but you got to be careful that people don't take it as well. Why you like something that's sort of warranted right. and canceled, but you loved it. You know, because what I mean? it's stand up so comedy. And what stand up comedy does not warrant yeah. cancel? Even clean yeah. comedy sometimes warrants cancel. Yeah. yeah. I, so I'm 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 comfortable with it, and I actually thought it was just okay. Like I didn't think it was funny, but I I mean not his not the content of his joke. I'm saying it wasn't his funniest of material, right? Sticks yeah, and Stones no, was way funnier. Yes. Yeah. But but it was still smart. And it's bringing this conversation yeah. and I appreciate and valued it more for that than anything else. Just like 846. 846 had a few jokes in it, but it, it was smart. It, it was so funny. good. It was so yeah. good because it drove up the conversation and it forced yes. us to have it and forced us to be uncomfortable with ourselves and engage in that debate. Yeah, I don't have much to add. I have the same opinion as you, John, for those same reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, extremely brilliant. It just yeah. illustrates how smart he is and how uh, calculated, you know, even, um, you know, just sort of way he walks us through things and then brings it back. But, you know, I just it just kind of reaffirmed why I love it. It isn't necessarily just traditional comedy for the sake of telling jokes, yeah. but this new format that he's using where it's sort of like a master class, like a lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That he walks you through for an hour or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's very much appreciated, and I really like I, I really like it for that reason more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did I, laugh my tail off, you know, a lot of <laughs> the time too. Go ahead, I, I, I'm I, I am in agreement with everything Loft just said. I am very interested to see the next special he comes up with where he uses this style, but it's not talking about these topics. Right. Like I want to see how he is when he's tackling like some black issues or something yeah. <laughs> like he did on a 46 <laughs> or, or I, I mean like, we, I, I don't know if he's going to go women's issues. Cause that's not going to be much different. It'll probably be relevant. Right like whatever's going on at the time, yeah, it'll probably be about does. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, first of all, I, I agree with all of y'all spot on. Um, I also think that, what a lot of times what we've missed really because I don't, I don't necessarily know why, but I'll say, and I guess I'll say I'll use Kevin Hart because he's a, he's a contrasting example is Kev's style of comedy is this. I'm going to tell jokes. My jokes are stories, but I'm going to tell jokes. 
Dave so. gave us, I'm going to, to your point, I'm going to talk to you. And the purpose of my comedy is for you to have these conversations. Like, yeah. I know that that's what you're going to do after you hear this. Yes. So I'm going to construct this entire thing so that you can literally pick out segments and go, let's talk about this part. Let's talk yeah. about this part. If, let's talk about this part. Yep. If you if you look at the the top three dogs in stand-up comedy right now, and one of them is sort of grandfathered in because he hasn't done anything in a while, and that's Chris Rock. So if you yeah. look at Dave, Kevin, and Chris Rock, they mirror people in the past. Yeah, black comedy. Dave, Dave, you meant black Dave, comedy. Yeah, black comedy. Oh, okay. Me. So so Dave mirrors George Carlin. Yeah. The way he talks about social commentary so much yes. and, yeah. and that's his and school makes you, makes you yeah. uncomfortable. That's his school. Paul um, Mooney, Dick yeah. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart mirrors Eddie Murphy style. Yeah. Like he talks about personal like, stuff yeah. a lot, and he talks and he says some crazy stuff that mm-hmm. that's just stories that'll make you go crazy. Yeah. When you you talk about relationships and stuff like that, that's the Chris Rock thing. He talks about a little different. He's sort of in between the two, mm-hmm. and that's sort of what Richard Pryor was too. Like yeah. Chris Rock yeah. sort of mirrors what Richard Pryor used yeah. to do. Yeah. Right. So it's like I mean they, they're going to be successful because they are following the mold of three of the greatest that ever did it. Yeah. Yeah. You get inspired, you know, yeah, yeah. no different with athletes. Not, not that they, I'm not saying they're copying them. I'm saying. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm such a fan of comedy overall and stand up and just how it works. But there's just, like you said, there's so many genres from, you know, guys that don't use any curse words to, mm-hmm. you know, people like Seinfeld and stuff like that to, you know, Guys that got Sinbad, like it it runs the gamut. But I like comedy that makes you think, and it's like it's slightly uncomfortable sometimes. Like, ooh, Sarah Berman makes me uncomfortable, man. (laughs) But I don't, I don't have an issue with her. Yeah. So, like, just just having people, like again, Bill Burr, Bill Bill Burr, Burr. yeah, Sarah Sarah Silverman, even even um, uh, oh, Sarah Silverman, yes, even Louis C.K. before he got canceled, like he would say some stuff, you'd be like, whoa, did he just say that? Patrice O'Neill, like it was something. Yo, Patrice O'Neill was a monster. You don't even agree. It's like sometimes, man, this is hilarious, but man, but it makes you step back and think, do Patrice really not like women, or like, because sometimes, (laughs) or the same with Dave, like you, you know, but. That's what I like about comedy is it gets you to think. And sometimes like humor is a good vessel to kind of get you to start thinking and let down some of your barriers because you literally, like we were saying, are laughing at something that you're comfortable laughing with. But then when it hits you, you're like, oh, man, damn, he talking about black people now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you got to kind of have some, yeah. some um, you know, insight into yourself and, and so, you know, be retrospective and kind of like, dang, man, like. But that's the fun thing about comedy, and it spans the gamut. And it's nothing like, especially if it's live um, or you're with people to see people from all mm. races, ages, you know, sex, gender, whatever you want to say, all laughing together and having that yeah. shared human moment, man. And that's the And I'm sorry, thing. man. Comedy doesn't, like when you say you want true inclusion, right? And, and, and yeah, you want really. to take on some of this too, don't go to this whole argument of, well, people kill themselves or, People kill trans people because of jokes like this. No, That's people do not kill black people because of <laughs> jokes from a comedian. Right. People do not kill Hispanics or women because a comedian made jokes about how how women do their hair a certain way. Right. No, those are other social consequences of other things. You know what I mean? Right. Marginalization and and, and again yep. bias and fear and discrimination. All those things exist. 
but it ain't because of comics. Yeah, like don't bring yeah. a bad upbringing or bad experiences in life that make you do something horrible towards somebody else or just the way somebody somebody's mental, whatever, that makes them perform some horrible act against a group. Don't bring that into, oh, well, they made a joke about this and that's why that person did that. No, they didn't. That person did mm-hmm. that because that person did that. Don't add the jokes to that and make it something that is not. Yeah. It, so, it doesn't it doesn't make me want to go fight or harm anyone at all. Thank so you. I don't know what that no, is. Not at all. Yeah, I had a great show. time laughing. Yeah. So, Call women the B word like more than I've ever heard them, which I know he did that and, by design. And, and, and by well. design. My yeah, wife, I was, was, I was, my wife sat there and died laughing was, every time. I was watching that joint with my mom and my wife, and I kept looking at them like, are they going to say something about that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I laugh at this? Wait yeah, a minute. We good. And I think at the end of the day, what it really boils down to is the fact that we're all human beings and what people like fail to realize when they're being outraged is that if something were to happen, like if some extraterrestrial multiversial threat were to happen, like we'd all be trying to fight it off together. Like we'd yeah, all be, we'd be all, we'd all the same squad, regardless of what you think, regardless of what you get offended by. If Ultron somehow starts snatching up galaxies and eating whole universes, we're going to band together and figure out what we got to do, and we're going to try to stop him. So with that being said, let's get into the season finale of What If. (laughs) That's an excellent meet, by the way. If if, if Ultron record to say... That might have been one of the top five. Nah, don't say it. Don't <laughs> say it. That's why I spoke over you. I didn't want to hear it. Meat shift. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rob um, in the Phantom Zone. Yeah. We think his Where is Rob? Where is Rob? Man. Is, is he is he with that LMD? LMD? Is he with that, that life model decoy? LMD. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should call it a wife model decoy. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, what if episode nine? Um, I liked it. I feel like it was one of the. I feel like I don't know if it was necessarily one of the best episodes. I would say I enjoyed that. Y'all niggas gonna call these episodes the best episode every week. No, now, huh? so that's why I'm clarifying. <laughs> it was. I enjoyed watching this episode more than I have the last three or four. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed watching this one. I don't necessarily know that it was the best, but I definitely enjoyed watching it. So I I want to say that I hate this show <laughs> for making me mm-hmm. the the man standing on the roof screaming for the zombies episode. <laughs> <laughs> but every week, y'all know how I feel about Marvel zombies. I hate that shit. But every week, every week for like three weeks now, y'all been like, yeah, this episode is great. And I'll be like, this shit ain't better than the zombies zombies. episode. (laughs) 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 This, this joint, I mean, with comparison, with comparison to what they did in episode eight, it was cool. It, it, it didn't wow me. I, I, I was a little disappointed. Like I, I understand why they did what they did. They wanted to wrap everything in a nice, pretty little right. bow and yep. make it all make sense and make it all mm-hmm. run together and make it all feel like okay, this was actually a succinct storyline yes. of a season, Marvel and it wasn't can't help it. just like, random stories. <laughs> like they had to. Yeah, I want the random stories. <laughs> right. I don't need. I don't need the thorough, the through fare for for a what if series. Give me the random stories. I don't need it to make sense. I don't need it to add together. I don't need two plus two to equal four in this joint. Just give me good content 
in yeah, random stories. You know, and I didn't you need know. that. I didn't need that either. But I actually think it actually added value, in my opinion. I thought well, that they I, did I that really kind of you know made me like it a little bit more, especially in the way that they did it. I, I thought it was a cool. So you know what I would have liked better, and this is spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I would have liked it better if everybody was a random character from those stories, like Gamora was just a random one-off like we hadn't seen her previously right but, that's what i thought if, like if, why did he pick, they, like why was she so perfect for right. the teams like we haven't right. seen her yet oh. right and i and i get and i get that and i i appreciated that because to me it's like why were there were so many characters shown throughout these stories you could have picked a different character it didn't have to be the main character of each story right. be the person that you grabbed you could have highlighted characters that supported those main characters and then went and grabbed them and then I'd be like, oh, so this person has some added value that I wasn't expecting rather than you get a whole a team of heroes that don't really have the power set to beat Ultron with the stones. Because when they first put the team together, I'm like, they can't beat him. Right. That's like, why they the, had the uh, Dr. Strange bless them. Like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. But I was like, man, with that, I was like, dang, man, like, like you said, they picked Gamora, but. This the best Hawkeye I've seen was in Marvel yeah. Zombies. You couldn't have gave him right. A- you could have went. You could have went back a day movie. earlier and got that Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> that was the same episode. You're right. Yeah. What you mean? But he killed himself though. He was dead by then. Yeah, but he traveled through time anyway. He traveled he through universes. He can go back earlier in time and grab you. Going to die anyway. So let me. And it wouldn't have affected it because you brought got him the, right back to the same exact time. Yeah, period. you brought him right back to the same point. He oh, has except, a point. except, well, except I mean, for you needed, ex- him, you needed him to get the stones in the first. I mean, to get the the, uh, the 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 computer program in the first place. If he's not there for that, then that never. He happened. was going to go. He was you going to take him back, just like they did in Infinity War. I mean, uh, Endgame. Right, it's the same so, thing. So yeah, y'all way overthink. This is interesting. But, interesting but I feel no, like I'm no, here we're gonna jump in. Like, you couldn't have done that because. <laughs> You had to have a lady save the day, <laughs> and Black Widow <laughs> couldn't have did the the you know uh, Captain then, America super jump arrow to the eye because Hawkeye just could have shot him from a mile away or whatever. Right. Right. And then where, where did he take her? Like, why does she not have to go back to where she was? And if that's the case, put her ass at the end of Endgame. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I I really feel like y'all, you, Dane specifically, are overthinking yeah. this way too much. I, so we, that's we, what we I between do. between <laughs> the, but that's usually what I do. But between the two episodes, we, we got that news drop right where the writer, the sh- showrunner, said, uh, "We started writing this shit before Loki ever came out, so we really just didn't even know that that's the direction they were going in." Which could be a little concerning for the live action films going too, forward. Too many balls in there. Right, because now you got too many things in and you're telling us that they're all connected. But I've been saying, I've said to y'all since the onset of this season, of our season, that I feel like that connection is going to be very, very loose in that we should have that with a grain of salt and not spend too much time really focused on what they're doing on the, the, the series, the TV series only, or Disney Plus series only, and how they des- actually impact the, the greater live action series because of this very thing in and of itself. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself a whole lot more pissed off in the movies to come now if you're trying to take back what has occurred here and apply it to the rest. So I still, even though they made the last two or three episodes sort of connect or I guess, you know, seven sort of connected to eight and nine, um, I really just feel like they were still just their own way of doing what they wanted to do. And I wasn't trying to hold them 
to any particular um you know method or 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 thing that that has already been established in the central universe i just think that's absurd to really so, believe that that's going so, on. so this is this is the stance that i'm taking at this point mm-hmm. that's what if the animated show does not is not applicable even to the other disney plus shows because my my main problem is what if versus another disney plus show loki mm-hmm. so even based on what you're saying they still have to live in that bubble if i look at all disney plus shows yeah. equal because mm-hmm. they're both disney plus shows oh, I so yeah. yeah, I'm saying I, I'm. I, what if it's animated? It's a separate thing. Yeah, I'm a, and I'm I hate to agree with Jonathan, animated. but that's kind of how I looked at it. Like I feel like what if just doesn't like I think that the Loki stuff is actually going to be applicable. It has too. to. So so it's overall. It's a cartoon, sure. and it's what if, and what if never really transcended outside of what if to the real comic books. Every once right. in a while, the the storyline was so good, maybe a what if character would pop up in an overall like comic book arc, but. Yeah. Kind of this own Rarely. weird universe yeah. kind of thing, and that's probably yeah. what they were rolling with and why they went that way. They One of the things that, that got me, man, I, you know, I know it's animation and stuff, but did they turn my man GSP to a brother? <laughs> I, was like, I don't think so. I think he just had a buzz cut, man. I don't think he just had a buzz cut. He had a nice fade. <laughs> right. He yeah. From, yeah, he from Canada, man. They don't tan up that well. So nah, he went to, he went to a like, barber in Toronto. <laughs> no, nah, he definitely keeps a nice fade. Uh, what has over the years, and I was like, man, they made Bartok dark on this joint. Because yeah. <laughs> it took me a minute to realize who it was. Right. I was like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> they, they, did he ever say Bat Rock? Did he ever say his name? Nah, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Man, I like I said, overall, I give that episode probably a nine. I give the whole series. Eight and a half. I give that it eight and a half. What about strong. you, John? <laughs> uh, that episode, probably about a nine. Um, the whole series, I think, probably about a seven and a half for me. You gave you gave episode a ten a, eight a, a, ten. a ten. He did. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Live, what about you, man? Didn't we do this already when we thought it was ending? And like we did, yeah, but so we have more to do it. I, uh, we have more of a sample size now. Nah, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I think I give it the same rating. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think at the time I gave it like a seven and seven a half. half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you got I'm, you, Jay. I think I'm eight and eight, man. Like this was a good wrap up to it, but I still don't think I like you know. I, Again, man, I guess I'm Mr. Agreeable today because I don't. I hate to agree with Dane too, but Mar- Marvel Zombies was probably. <laughs> The best. I, oh, 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 calm down. I didn't say that was the best. <laughs> don't don't get probably, me twisted. It's <laughs> probably my top rated. That and the Killmonger one was good. Um, but I think this was a good conclusion. I, and I actually, you know, it would have been refreshing to see Marvel like overall just not have the stories linked together. But it still was kind of cool to have three episodes back to back that you could watch um, yeah. all in a row that kind of made up a, a story instead of just, you know, having like this anthology type series. Yeah. So um yeah, eight and eight Mate. overall. There was yeah. some there was some some uh episodes that I, but I guess we needed the Thor episode to have the last three, but man, that was kind of like yeah. one I didn't need. And um the Captain America one was one Captain, I didn't really yeah. need. Um but overall it was pretty good. But there was yeah. some fat to be trimmed. But you there usually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they if they would have kept the cat the the Captain Carter and the Thor <laughs> episode, I'd have probably been giving this on an eight and a half or a nine. Yeah, yeah. Was that a highest one? Probably, probably an eight and a half. Those are my lowest ones. No, I'm saying was uh, that the highest one. 
Yeah, yeah, nine, you would have okay. No, no, John said nine. What'd you say? I said a nine and an eight and a half. John said a nine and a seven and a half. Yo, y'all know what this joint made me well, think I'm of, saying, though? I, What's that? Hold on, let me get my ratings before you do that. So, <laughs> uh, this joint, I gave the one before a, a seven and a half. I'll, I'll, I'll give this one an eight. And in the overall show, I'm going to stick with my seven and a half, too. Okay, all right. You just uh, reminded me like how I thought it was actually kind of cool how they tied in the first episode with Captain Carter mm-hmm. all the way bringing it full circle to us. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was odd though because I keep, it, it, it made me realize that they really are focusing on a lot of romance and yeah. love interests mm-hmm. with white characters, mm-hmm. but like none we of don't the get other no diverse characters don't have like love interests. Like, yeah. and we don't, and if they do, it's like very faint and very like far apart from being like a serious relationship. Why do you think and that is? Give an example. I think it's just a blind spot. Like, I think, I think if you think about other cultures and maybe what their love looks like, it really shouldn't be different, but maybe I'm people a- just don't know how to define it or to write it out. That's authentic, so they just avoid it altogether. I mean, black Ooh, love is a different type of who is who is in charge of creating these storylines in these movies and shows. And well, there has look, been and, some diversity. And do they look like us? Yeah, there there has been some diversity, but I think in general, I think there's some sort of strategic direction that's like leaving it out. Um, but we saw I it. Just we saw it in Black Panther, of, though, didn't? Nah, yeah. that's just like a like a flirtatious thing. But nah, we, that was I his ex, that was his ex girlfriend that he was still in love with. That's why they were clowning him but before who, he went and got and it. I think who, directed, was, who directed who directed Black Panther? I think <laughs> like, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's my point. I, was, no, I, was I, I think point. they were building a relationship with them that was going to build. Okay, but yeah. so go through. I the think run, there run. is also. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I want you to run through it then and tell me that though, because you saying it, it might sound like a one off when you just said Captain Peggy Carter, but who else? What other relationships are you referring to? So. They forced us with Hulk and uh, who was it? Natasha. Black. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What else? That's two. Gamora, probably, and uh, Star Lord. Chris. Yeah. Gamora Brown. No, she's no, not. Gamora's she green. green. And technically, <laughs> Gamora is white. Yeah. So let's be I mean, honest. Well, she ain't. They use a black one. They use a black woman to play a white. Yeah, woman. she's yes. technically yeah. an alien. So yeah, she's yeah, like, she's, she's a white really alien. Though. She's not a rapist. <laughs> no, no. Let's be honest. Let's all She's be honest. Let's not be politically correct. We all know Gamora is a green white woman. Okay. I don't know. Gamora a gangster in the comic books. Gamora don't have no love interest in the comic books. So I don't know what they doing with that. A number of color, p- characters of color. And yes. I just was like kind of realizing like I'm so sick of seeing this Peggy Captain mm-hmm. America relationship stay so got, consistent and they keep they selling it to us. And I'm like, well, you know what? Even they though even I'm cool a, with that, where is everybody else's relationship? Yeah. They Why even got a it? white woman in love with a white robot. Yes. <laughs> they do. Yes. <laughs> they, they got androids having babies. Like, I mean, it's like we got all that, but we can't see Sam. No relationship. Mm-hmm. There's no way he wouldn't have groupies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to find a joint. Who, you know who, what I mean? Who's Sam going to be with? Uh, uh, Koye? No, War Machine is about his business. What about he ain't Tony got no Stark? relationship. Oh, that is. Tony Stark White. Oh, but he, he, got, pepper. he, he got, got Pepper. Yeah, he married to Pepper. Peppermint. There you go. We're going to see We're going to see those relationships thrive and all that. But I just thought it was something that kind of stuck out to me. Like, yeah, they kind of like. Excluding that from a lot yeah, of these because they, they don't they don't they, they don't, don't know un- black love they, they don't know black love exists that's true apparently 
Yeah. They, they don't think we love, apparently. So, so, yeah. so they should be canceled yeah, because started. they're, they're nope. trying to get black people trying to beat up black people for having love marriage. nobody say nobody canceled. Shut up. Oh, I'm just trying we to still watching the, We still watching the, the movies Speaking of the canceled, we are canceled at this point. This has been another episode <laughs> of the Black Cinematic Universe. Long-winded episode. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you check us out everywhere you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, we out here. Make sure you catch us on social media at Black Cinematic Universe. We love y'all. Rob is somewhere in the Phantom Zone. Hopefully he's still breathing. LMD One of us gotta up. go check on him. Oh. With that life model. We love y'all. Y'all have a safe flight home. We'll see y'all next Peace. week. Peace. Peace.